out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold Yeah, hard to say Yeah, overload uh, What they want is they want me Yeah, don't let me get Wait, who got needy? Bro, it's gonna be on Twitter like in two seconds, bro. This nigga Shannon Hand Fanny, whatever it is, white man's name, literally jump need this nigga until he can't. I don't even know if folks alive, bro. Oh, Yo, damn. Man. Jesus. Yeah, Twitter finna go crazy then. Right, hey, look, you. man, we love them knockouts on Twitter, G. So hey. That's that. My content. bad, you viewers, but if you wanna saw what I just saw, the nigga body dropped. Like he got shot by a fucking you know when you playing games and you do a shot move and then do the temporary stun damage and the nigga just fall like that? That's how he fell, bro. <laughs> Damn. Man's got done dirty. <laughs> but oh, apologies. No, it's good. Like, hey, spontaneous. But you're listening to a brand new episode of Black Tacos of the Culture, episode 105. Of course, it's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the whole squad on here. We got DC on here. Trail Sav on here. What's up? We getting niggulated. Oh my god. And <laughs> hey, we got you, uh, Cam on here, G. So the whole squad on here. We glad to be back. It's a cold day in, in Chicago, so fuck this shit. I'm literally in a hoodie because I'm cold as fuck right now, G. So it be that way. Nigga, um, that's that basement life, bro. It is. Upstairs probably warm as fuck. That basement light, bro, you fuck, G. Hey, man. I wish I lived in the basement, though, bro. I love living in the basement. Other than the fact that dating long leg could choke you out. But I love living in the basement, bro. Hey, I signed the contract, okay. G, so I'm straight. You a spider? I mean, it happened one day. Hey, I signed contracts with them spiders, G. But let's go ahead and get into this shit. Uh, matter of fact, hold on. I need to just let this anger and frustration out because... Once the uh, the news break mid-podcast, I'm just going to be mad as fuck. So I might as well get this anger out now. So I'm about to clown, do my clown now. Uh, so, as you guys already know, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. A very sad, disgraceful Chicago Bears fan, G. So, with that being said, I was in my mind, I'm like, we need a quarterback. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be in Houston no more. But you know what they want to do? They want to watch my black ass suffer. They do. They just do. So what does an organization where they said, hey, the GM and the coach, you have one year to get this shit right. So common sense would be, oh, probably a top five quarterback is available. He don't want to be in Houston no more. There was a point where he wanted to be in Chicago very badly. What do you do? You try to get him. If I was the owner of the team. But no. These motherfuckers wants to get Carson motherfucking Wentz, who three years ago was an MVP candidate. Then he lost his job to Nick Foles. And then it was never the same after that. Is that the Nick Foles that your little Adonis don't like? Or yes. Is that a different one? Okay. All right. No, no, no. That's Nick Folk. Nick Folk. Oh, Nick Folk. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 
See, white people with similar names. But point is this. Why? Why? I hate this organization. But you know what I'm going to do? It don't make a difference. Toxic relationship as a sports fan is horrible. I'm mad I chose to give a commitment to the Bears. I don't give a fuck about the Bulls like this. I care about the White Sox enough, but literally it's baseball. Who cares? But the Bears, I hate this team, G. I dead ass hate this team. Oh. And when Adam Schefter sits there and tweets, oh, shit, the Bears had given up a first-round pick. Nick Foles can go. I don't give a fuck. Bye. He, go back to Philly. They love you over there, nigga. You're your hero. You're getting a statue there. But Tariq Cohen, I don't give a fuck about either. That nigga has no ACL. He could do flips over there in Philly, too. Ride dirt bikes, nigga. But, bro, I don't want Carson Wentz, G. You don't want a black quarterback, but you get a ginger. That's all I'm going to say in regards to that. I'm let it in there. I might censor that, but literally, you, 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 you don't want the black man, but you want the nigga with the red hair and all of that, G. I don't get it. Oh, bro, you don't got to send that nigga. Ginger's not a curse word. Them motherfuckers know what they are. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I just had to make sure because so I don't want to offend nobody. Know, bro, because I thought you just... said you niggas got a gender. Like, you was calling this nigga gender fluent or something. I'm like, you might get a sense of that. I don't know, man. You know, you know, 2020, gender, anything can be taken. Out of anything can know. be taken sensitive, but hey, we'll see. Tell motherfuckers no. Tell them to meet me out in the sun if they, if they got a problem with that. <laughs> Them niggas go sparkle like on um, like they some Twilight vampires. You I know? swear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So I had to let that rage. I had to let it go. I feel a little bit better now. So with that being said, let's go ahead and do what we've been what we always start every episode with. What we've been reading, watching, and playing. Uh, so I'll, I'll go first. Playing 2K. Play some Madden. I played uh, some Spider Man. It feels so good to play Spider Man if I weren't about it's going to crash. It was a very peaceful session of playing Spider-Man and beating niggas up. It sucks that I'm a little rusty, and I'm, like, part most of the way through the story. So it sucks. So I had I was getting beat up by the big niggas, a group of big niggas and shit, so it was frustrating. But still such a fun game. Uh, then I actually also, just get this quickly out the way, I actually looked, played, looked at the visual demo of Resident Evil 8. Um, it's... Like it's you you're you're controlling yourself walking around and then getting attacked. Uh, it's a it's pretty as hell. It's a very beautiful game. It's weird to call a horror game beautiful, but in terms of like graphics, it looks really nice. The environments is really nice. It's very lifelike. Um, the little details is what captured me. Um, and all of that, they did just confirm uh, that it's gonna have 3D audio. So take that as how you want. Uh, and all of that, but it looks out by um, baby girl vampire lady. Yeah, I did get choked out and all of that, but already me and Chaz had conversations about this game. Watch, watch her have a dick, and niggas gonna be mad as shit. She most likely have a dick, but you know, Browsette had a dick too, and people didn't care. Niggas don't, but um, you know, Futa is very popular. Futa is extremely popular, that might make even more popular. That'd be unfortunate. (laughs) We have a we have a um. I, I don't want to call him because I think the bonus is in the podcast. So I'm called a friend. First, I was going to call him a B side friend because he never in the parties, but a friend. Um, uh, his Twitter feed is full of that shit. Oh, he knows what? it. He knows it. He, 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 don't, he, don't, he don't deny it either. 
No, he just a. It's not something that he's into. He sees the shit and it just he he he, he just shares it. I don't fucking know because he has a full fledged girlfriend that he lives with, and she ain't got one of them joints. She ain't got a shamoinka. So it's to each his own, man. It's, that's that's what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the no mind is a very the mind is a very cool dude. He is one of the most open minded niggas you can ever. He's a he's a, a, a. I'm glad I can call him a friend. But it's it is a a yeah, you don't want to go on that Twitter page, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't 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 look at his likes, don't look at shit. They had what the what the what the homies did to me. They was like, I go look at Demond likes. I'm like, man, shit wrong with that. She never looked at it. So, but don't what I was about to say to before I talk likes. about one of my good homies, Demond, um, uh, the developers got so much praise for that one lady in that demo that they sent out a cyberpunk type thank you, folks. A whole yeah, they, paragraph they did. said thank you. They definitely they did, like, wow, bro. It was <laughs> like, I, we didn't realize y'all. Was legal. I was like, yo, Capcom, shut your goofy ass up because you know you was going to get, you made a fucking gigantic ass Amazonian with big ass titties, G. I think they confirmed Honestly, think too. niggas. Yeah, she's like 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, she's an Amazon. And she got some big ass titties. Game of Thrones, what a big woman that. <laughs> <laughs> Big that's woman literally what's happening. If I ever play that game, that's all I'm saying. Where the big woman at? I'll be like, <laughs> thank you. After I get choked out, I'm logging off on this phone. Serve my purpose. But yeah, man. But overall, like I like how the game looks. E4 to be, it's still a tech demo, regardless how I view. It's a tech demo, but it looks good. I like the environment. That's because that's where you're gonna spend most of the game at. So it is what it is. So that's it for me for playing. Uh, watching Promise Netherland. Uh, I think oh, the strength. Sometimes the strength the because they said uh, that they skip in the Goldie Pond arc. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's bro. I, gee, no, hear me out because spoilers. If you didn't watch this week's episode of Promise Netherland, for some goofy reason. Oh, they tr- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said to the blame you, bro. I don't even because hey, this episode <laughs> threw me off because I'm like, I don't like it's the beginning started canon. Now I'm like, why the fuck did Norman pop up at the end? <laughs> Yo, they so prefer, They said that they they said they skipping that shit, bro. <laughs> why? That's the best arc in the freaking yeah, show. Okay. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm not the biggest manga reader, right? That shit, some of that shit, I get bored. Reading the Goldie Pong art page by page, there was legit suspense in that shit. So it was. I felt like niggas was about to be packed to these demons. Promise Neverland is the biggest shonen letdown in history. Changed my fucking mind, bro. <laughs> Bro, I was looking at them comments like, yeah, it's time, boy. The weird thing is, I, I'm glad I didn't see that because I, like, gee, the end of the episode threw me off. I'm like, yo, are they deriving from the manga? Because Norm ain't supposed to pop up for an, to after Goldie Pond. I'm like, yeah, so. Yeah, gee, so. And then next week's episode is a recap episode because they say, oh, we got to, we fucked up with the story. So it's like they thought mid mid as they producing the season, we're changing shit up, and we gotta make things make sense. 
Yeah, so it's filler. It's 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 non-canon into filler. Exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> so they they're not even the fact they're not doing the best arc is a letdown. But I'm gonna finish this season. I want to see how they're gonna fuck it up. I want to see how they're gonna fuck it up from here. I'm already in too deep. But hey, they fucked up. They fucked up badly, <laughs> big badly. So it is. They had is one job. You had one job, which is just stick to the shit. The, but the, hey, the, and it's like they can't use the Full Metal Alchemist excuse because the the the, sh- the the manga was still ongoing. The manga's over with, dog. Like what? Over. Why are you deviating? <laughs> There's no reason to deviate. Like the like I would say, as somebody who finished it, it was a satisfying ending. So it's like. If you don't really derive from it, you can you can't fuck it up. The way they just did it, I'm like, this makes no sense. They fucked up badly. But I want to see how they're going. I'm I'm stick to the end and see. Uh, what but, else did I want? No, go ahead, DC. No, go ahead. But like, if if they skip, there's a lot of things that happen in Goldie Pond with like the overall plot. It's not just like a it's. Plot like and world building. Thing. Yeah. And then like, you're not introducing you Loomis. More than one fucking group of humans in the world. That. Exactly. <laughs> and you, you're you not introducing Louis. Louis, whatever the fuck his name is. Who's technically at the end of the manga was a very important character too. They fucked and up. And isn't there stuff so the My question is, they, kill- they went to go see Norman. At, hopefully this shit was like a fever dream or some shit. But when they get to see Norman at the end, was his crew with him? They just showed Norman. And I was okay. like, because like they were getting followed by some demons in some village. Because they were in. Three seasons. That's what it's looking like. It's like a three season joint. And that's why they skipped Goldie Pond. Because if, if they showing him now, they about to, they probably infused Goldie Pond with the, the Norman saying we got to smoke these demons type art. And then the, the final season going to be the third season, bro. Probably, but this that's is the, the thing. That's only I can see it because yeah. that shit ass, bro. <laughs> I'm usually, I'm usually, look, bro. The only time I really say shit ass when it comes to like, when it comes to like story is like, you know, shit that I'm invested in. Say for instance, shit like Naruto, Dragon Ball. I say shit ass. When it comes to stuff I'm not invested in, like say something like Dr. Stone or, or shit that y'all watch that I know of, or like One Piece, I really won't, I really won't talk shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit ass though. That's some pure ass, bro. Yeah. That shit is hilarious, dude. That's bogus. <laughs> it's it's oh, bogus as hell to me. But uh I want to move on because that like <laughs> that just hurts my soul. Dr. Stone's really good. Do- I have in Stone enjoyed Stone Wars uh so far, G. Uh oh, Stone. <laughs> hey. Uh but yeah, Dr. Stone <laughs> Dr. Stone's been really good. Uh they're at the episode. Cause DC, you read the manga, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so uh, th- what just happened this episode was they got the phone, they had they finally got somebody to t- switch sides, and uh, so now like Chrome got ca- captured, and uh, he was standing up to Sukasa like, hey, and look, man, you nothing but a bitch, and I ain't, and I re- and he respected his gangster. So okay, I know where y'all at. Y'all yeah, at the a war where they're going at each other, right? Yeah. Okay. And the dude who got crazy hearing looks like he's a double agent, it seems like. I like dude, so. 
Yeah, I forgot his name, but he was interesting. Yeah, talking about dude yeah. with the, the like that hair strand thingy. Like he has different color hair. And he wears like a purple coat, whatever. That the dude is he to do with the hat? Is he like a yeah, sniper? Yeah, he's like a he has a hat. He has like a taxi cab. Hat. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I think it starts with an R, like Ryu or Rio or something. Uh, I gotta something like that. I don't remember, but he I, he was a very interesting character towards the end of the episode. So, uh, but Doctor Stone was decent. I think that's it for major stuff in terms of watching. Uh, reading, I ain't read nothing besides One Piece. So. Uh, so, you know, I want to try to get this through quick. So, reading, I ain't do nothing. Uh, watching, I really didn't watch anything new. I slept on my anime. We'll talk about Attack on Titan later. But I slept on my anime. I'm about to thank God that you and Cam put y'all listening in the chat. That was really cool to you, DC. Now I can actually have something to talk about when them niggas talking. Um, so I'll probably try. I definitely want to watch Sales at Work. That shit looking fun. So I'm going to yeah, try I'll to see if I can too. squeeze that in to my gaming and shit like that. The way my job set up is sometimes I just sit here without doing shit. So I probably can watch a couple of... I've been watching number of the truth videos uh, at work. So I'll probably watch some anime while I'm at work too. Um, shout out to working at home. That's one of the few benefits. Um, uh, so we ain't nothing big on watching. Playing though, uh, it's a gauntlet. So I'm about to speak real fast. I ain't got no reviews. So let me go to my thing. Um, so... It was a. I've been a mode of playing, and when I hate just playing nothing but sport games, right? So, uh, Control was free on PlayStation Store. Played that game, mid as fuck. I don't care what anybody says; it was the best game of all time. That's for niggas who listen to that dialogue. I abuse the circle, <laughs> but um, but I was also saying, also it's funny because this is a play as a Sony W, and an Xbox L. So Control is also on the Xbox Game Pass, but it's not the Ultimate Edition; it's the Standard Edition. Man, you hate to see it, bro. <laughs> I heard from the people who love this game, I can't say my opinion on it. Them niggas love this fucking DLC, especially whatever yeah. Alan Wake the fuck is. Um, but that's only if you like the talking, which I guess you don't. Hey, <laughs> circle. That, circle um, but no, I will say this. The biggest thing on this game, and that's not a cap, it is whenever this game came out, it is the one of the most beautiful fucking games you yeah. will ever see. Like the visuals in that game will blow your fucking mind. If I had a better TV, I'd probably have a seizure. It's like it's almost up there with that band Pokemon episode. How crazy those visuals are! Dude. Like <laughs> it is really fucking good. Oh, you bro. mean the seizure episode? Yeah, it, it's because like, they used um like the it's not I think it's RTX or something like that where like when you take shots or when you do stuff, everything in that game has a realistic element to how it the physics are handled. So, like, if you, like, punch a fucking cabinet or some shit like that, or, like, you shoot papers or something like that, like, it'll realistically, like, do shit that it would do in real life. And not just that, right? But the way the scenes are, especially some of the story scenes, like, when you walk into, like, it was a certain place I was walking to, and then there was, like, the shadow of the person, like, a shadowy figure, that was real life. That was, like, a real person's skin, but it was in a 3D world. Mm. The way they... In- integrated that shit. It's like mm. it's just beautiful, bro. But the game also is boring as fuck. So I ain't played that much of it. <laughs> it's also a Metroidvania. Well, not Metro. Yeah, it is Metroidvania because it's like it's a big ass map that you gotta do a lot of backtracking and shit on too. Bro, they don't even put a fucking quest mark for you. You gotta find that shit yourself. That's dead. That. 
like, you'll be fucked if you don't listen to dialogue in that game. And guess who don't listen to dialogue like that? Okay, so it's not me of like, oh, I don't listen to dialogue. I listen to dialogue. I damn near can tell you every fucking Family Guy episode up until 2008. I listen to this shit type of shit, bro. Final Fantasy 15. Niggas know it. I damn near can finish some people's sentences how many times I played that game, right? Fallout fucking four. Me and my brother will randomly say, random, Chris worked with us. We'll randomly say shit from Fallout 4 at the job. I know dialogue. But there's a difference between this and being bored out your fucking mind while playing it. Bro. They're talking about like deep psychological shit. Like, <laughs> now, my oh, course, so I'm pretty guy sure it probably do got a deep ass meaning. I'm not a deep ass nigga. So, like I said, other niggas probably find that game good. I'm not saying it's not good for me. And personally, I got bored as fuck. Will I ever beat it? The world may never know. Play Black Ops 3 with the homie. Um, so, play Apex. That game is also ass, but I got my first win. I promise extra I'll play with that nigga, bro. This game is taking place on my PlayStation. I ain't got no space. So, if I if some more ass games come, I already I already made my promise. Like, I fulfilled my promise of extra. That shit. Five strikers. <laughs> it's about to pull out. Two uh, K, the league been awesome. Listen to Threes of the Ring. If me and Chris are going deaf, I guess. Um, uh, Battlefield One. Me and the guys about to play that like soon. So that's that. Um, so I bought a few new games, right? Because niggas be bored. Uh, but I'm not buying any full price games after Assassin's Creed Valhalla basically took advantage of. Them. So PlayStation got this. Under fifteen dollar sale and under it's a whole lot of games that's cheap as fuck. So yeah. I bought a couple games, uh, but I didn't buy shit that's like you know known and shit like that. I bought some games that I wanted to see how it is. So uh, full disclosure on me, I hate the fact that I'm not a PC gamer just for one thing, and I will never be able to play the Total War Warhammer games. Uh, those games are like fucking known throughout the PC community, yeah. like. The Total War Warhammer, the Total War Three Kingdoms, like them are. But you gotta have a real nigga PC, or your shit gonna be crashing a lot. Or it did things like Crusader King, shit like that. I love like the strategy RTS. Boom, I love them games. Uh, So Total War came out with a console game, but it's more of like a slashing, like Left 4 Dead type thing. Me and Dion copped it. If anybody wanna ask how much that shit costs, it literally costed like nine dollars. So that didn't even think about it. Um. Uh, Marvel Legos Avengers. I love the Legos games. Yeah, those are good I'll games. Gee, <laughs> so that shit was like ten dollars. None of these games I'm gonna review for you unless they absolutely ass. Lego games, I will say this: Lego games are the funniest games that have ever happened. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You look at that <laughs> shit, you will laugh. I don't care what type of sense of humor you got. The fact that Nick Fury's running joke in that game is all he do is drink fucking Slurpees, bro. Who thinks of shit like that, G? He literally walks around drinking a purple Slurpee. And then, like, it's funny as fuck. Uh, Hard as shit as well, but it's funny as fuck. Um, So that's really me. I don't really got anything else to say. Uh, um, I won't, like, have any games to review until, like, me and Cam play some Strikers or something like that. Oh, yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to play Destruction All-Stars with the homies. None of y'all need to download that shit. So, I downloaded I it. I just haven't has, played bro. it yet. <laughs> mm, I heard that shit. Booty butt cheeks, bro. I'm not going to get that shit. So I deleted it. But, uh, if y'all ever want to give it a try, just let me know. I'll make some space. I got 
A lot of games I can delete. Trust me on that. <laughs> I heard that like most of their popular game modes are solo queue though. Are solo? Yeah, solo queue. Fuck that. I'm, I'm down to play with the homies, my nigga. But uh, that's it for me. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's not it for me. Oh, that's not it for me. Cam know what I'm about to do. No. Cam know what I'm about to do. That is not it for me. Oh, that is not it for me. Um, Let me tell y'all something. Y'all see that nigga behind me? Y'all getting used to that nigga behind me, bro. Get fucking used to him, G. Because that's the motherfucking GOAT. Dokken Battle's 6th anniversary. Cam gave you all the fucking details about that shit. But he also did, he showed y'all something that he did last week, too. He pulled the motherfucking GOAT. In my eyes, I can't I can't say nothing about it, right? Cam is right. He he did what he had to do to get that motherfucker. I did too, but I didn't get that motherfucker during that time, right? <laughs> so you know what? I wasn't depressed. I didn't curse the fucking game out. It is literally a fucking gotcha game, which is in terms of what Chris doing right now in sports. Gambling. Getting fucked. So and <laughs> that, that's really much it. It ain't it ain't too much into it. I, like you can't really get mad when you basically shot yourself in the fucking foot. Um, but I woke up on a Friday and I was like, I get paid early. I was like, let me put a, I'm not going to put a lot. Let me put a note just to get one pack. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me get just, just one little pack right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hold on. It's a little bright. Uh, it's bright as fuck. Nobody can see that. Just be, see, it's like they said, if you look at God's face, you that can't you can't see, see him all his holy and greatness. This is Goku right here, all right? Y'all can't see it right now, because y'all, I see, I came to the face of the Lord. <laughs> I can do this. Y'all can't do that. Y'all can't do this. Y'all can't do this at all. So uh, I got Goku wrong, story short. <laughs> what did it cost, as Thanos would say? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, I'll be quick, too. Um, I'll start with... I think we're talking about everything I read. So... There you go. Here's a good picture for you viewers. Uh, of the Goku. E. A little better picture of it. But, yeah, like, um, I guess I'll talk about a lineup. That, I talked to Cam about this a couple days ago with the... Was it the rental girlfriend? So I guess I'll talk about it since I've been reading it. Mm. I do oh, like no. the arc that I'm on. Um, y'all don't care about spoilers, but no, like, go ahead. The uh, so the Mizuhara dynamic with her uh, with with her mom, with her grandma, where she wanted to act in a movie for her grandma because her grandma was an actress. So that whole arc finished. The grandmother died, and so Damn. she's dealing with the grief from that. Yeah, and so. He Kazuya basically did everything he could to, you know, cheer her up and she finally let herself go and cry. And she's opening herself up to him now. And so she's like, she's now finally showing that she has feelings for him. So she's like blushing on the side, but he never sees it. So he thinks he's fucking up, but it's working. And so this recent chapter, um, I think she asked him again, do you like me? And he was gonna answer, but she's like, oh, you don't have to answer. It was a stupid question. And then he answers and says, he doesn't really answer, which irritates me, but he does say, like, you are the perfect girlfriend, which is ambiguous because she's a rental girlfriend, so you can't really... God, Niggas are this. goofy, bro. Niggas. <laughs> it's talking he, himself he, out the coochie. <laughs> you aiming for the perfect girlfriend? Hey. hey. 
Some people like to see chicks with dicks. He like to put money in their pocket for fun, man. To each his own. But he's trying to, like, she sees it as that, but then he further clarifies. He's like, no, I view you. He was going to say it, then they get interrupted. I forgot what happened because I read it a couple of days ago. But, um, when, oh, yeah, so they go in front of her. They walk back to the apartment, and he says it again. Like, he fully says how he feels to her. But he gets cut short before he says, like, the full thing. But she basically gets the point that he likes her. But his homies pull up, and she dips into the uh, apartment. So he doesn't see her reaction. He's like, dang, I guess I messed it up. Well, at least I told her how I felt, I guess. And she's in the room, like, blushing, saying, like, you know. So it's basically the little di- love dynamics are about to come. So I'm just remind excited to y'all, that. these people are in college. These are grown-ass adults, so. They don't check these people timid <laughs> as hell. So, because <laughs> me at me middle school, me would have been in that. I would have been down, total, man. Everything. Little no so, hesitation. No hesitation. I would have just straight. She she asked me at the table. I wouldn't even wait to that point. I would have told her how I felt out the gate. So you know, kinda... Chris, did you watch this episode of Horror Mia? Yes. It's a stark contrast to that episode. Huge. <laughs> I gotta catch up. I gotta Huge catch up. difference. And them niggas in high school, G. Damn. But yeah, that's it for reading everything else we're gonna talk about later. Oh yeah, Black Clover. Do you want to talk about Black Clover Cam? Or we'll wait till that's, you talk. That's later. Oh yeah, that's later. All right. So yeah, that's it for watching. Uh I get well yeah, you, you talk about Jujutsu Kaisen later, so I don't have anything yeah. for watching. Um, yeah, so gaming, I'm on my, I'm still playing uh, Fire Emblem as usual, and I'm on my, this is technically my third playthrough, but it's the second path with uh, Claude, and like Cam, Cam told me that Claude and Dimitri's are way better than Edelgard's, and that as you play the game, you'll start start to realize Edelgard's low-key, like, evil, like that path was pretty bad. I feel horrible for everybody I killed on Edelgard's path. I repent because all these characters are so great. There's a character that I identify with really greatly, and that's Ignatz. And there was, um, he's an artist, he's a painter, and he's a second son, so he doesn't get to inherit his uh, father's estate. So he can't be a merchant, so they sent him to night school. And so he's like painting on the side, and every time when someone sees him, he says he's sorry, and oh, it's just a hobby. I felt that because, like, when you're figuring out what you want to do in life, when I was figuring out what I wanted to do in life, I kind of saw art as a hobby and I would say that, but then I grew to like, okay, this is something I really want to do and I toughen up about it. And seeing him in that same light kind of, you know, brings back memories. So I'm kind of attached to dude. He's kind of a bitch though, but <laughs> he t- he'll, he'll toughen up. But I just feel like, I just like his character and he's macking right now. I'm having him talk to everybody. So we'll see how that is. Uh, but. I love Fire Emblem. I'm going to keep playing it because Cam said there's a DLC, so I'm, I'm going to play this like probably four or five more times. So you're going to hear me talk about it for a long time. Then I'm going to play Persona after this. So, yeah, but that's it for me this week. Cool. So for me, um, reading uh, the latest Lord Olympus chapter came out. Good shit. Um, they're doing like the, they're kind of going into the, um, the tale of, uh, I think it's Eros. Eros and I forgot the mortal chick's name, but like the chick that like turned into, she turned into like a nymph, just to get close to him. Well, then she's kind of like intertwining a lot of um, 
the mythology delves together and like that's the one she's focusing on right now and in the previous uh in the previous uh chapter it was a chapter basically hades and persephone basically making out um which is fucking hilarious especially when you consider the fact that like persephone's is technically hades niece which uh you know greek greek niggas doing greek niggas things but I still like it. It's 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 cool, um, and I, I I fuck with it. So shout out to Lord Olympus. Also cut off caught up on Unordinary, and that's also getting very interesting as well. As far as um, they're doing the overall plot of it's basically like a conspiracy thing going on with like the police and the government um, tied to like the Hero Society shit. So that's getting very interesting. Um, I'm gonna keep saying this. Uh, uh, Crunchyroll, Webtoons, whoever's in charge of green lighting, which animes that y'all, you know, which collaborations y'all get, you'll stop. Stop this, uh, this no name shit and, uh, let, let, let's get some good shit in there. Um, for watching, um, Sales at Work, really good episode of Cold Black. This episode basically went into what uh caffeine does to your body what caffeine addiction does to your body so basically if you drink a, a a bunch of fucking energy drinks you know like non-stop coffee shit like that it basically goes into death on all of that like what it does to your red blood cells um the things like that and the negative consequences that it has on your body very interesting episode uh i liked it and then sales at work season two um basically uh, I didn't watch last week's episode, but like these two episodes are basically dedicated to um, I forgot what they call it. like lack electricity, like um, basically helpful bacteria to your bodies that like help you. It's they're bacteria, but they're bacteria that are that actually are beneficial to your body. So like you know your lymph cells, like you know the white blood cells and things like that they won't attack those bacteria because they're actually you know doing good things to your body like digesting things that other cells normally wouldn't touch so very interesting stuff uh i like it uh and i'm uh looking forward to seeing more um unfortunately i don't know if you put this in the news chris about the the changing the fucking schedule changes that these animes are having i forgot uh, to add that but i know i saw it but i forgot to add it we can talk about that later, but that should go fuck up my weekly watching. That's just annoying as shit. Like, why? Um, but that's it for quick. watching and then for playing, uh, like DC. I think that's it. I, I finished, I finished Dimitri's Path, uh, last week. Really fucking enjoyed it. Very, very good. Probably. Him and Claude are like very close. Like I think I'm gonna have to do some more analysis and thought, but like, and it's a little bit of recency bias. But like Dimitri's just slightly above Claude for me, just slightly. His path is. I still like Claude as a character a little bit better, but Dimitri's path I think is, as far as like how I felt towards the end of it, I really enjoyed that path. Um, so now I'm on my fourth fifth because of the DLC um, but technically it's going to be my final playthrough as far as everything story wise this is going to be the path and basically which I side with the church um, so I'm excited to see like what happens as far as how they deal like how that deals with like 
Edelgard, how they deal with Claude, how they deal with Dimitri, shit like that. So looking forward to that. Um, and then I also got this uh, new game, the new Falcon game that came out, um, YS. I don't know if, how to like, if it's Y or Yeast, whatever they pronounce it. YS9, uh, Monstrum Nox. Um, this is the ninth game of the YS series um, that stars, uh, the main character's name is Adel, Adel Christian, I believe. Um, red hair protagonist. Um, I really, my only experience with the game was the seventh game, which was on, you know, the, the handheld console that everybody owned, the PlayStation Vita. Remember how popular that fucking handheld thing was? But yeah, I played the seventh game. It's called like YS7 Memories of Sakleta, whatever the fuck. It, I don't know what it's called. But I played it. I liked it. So when I heard that the ninth game was coming out, which, by the way, difference about difference between japan and u.s localization that shit came out like i think in like 2019 or something Damn. in japan so i mean it's the same thing with persona persona five strikers came out in 2019 and we're just now getting it <laughs> so um but a brief little synopsis of the plot basically there's this the, it takes place in this prison city called Baudut. Um, and Adol being like, he's like basically a famous adventurer that gets into a lot of like supernatural spiritual shit. Um, and essentially like they notice him and they're like, yeah, you, you, you're responsible for a lot of shit happening. So we go take you in. Um, and basically, oh, um, you get thrown into this prison, you break out this freaking mysterious chick comes and she shoots you with a bullet and you get like this curse placed on you that turns you into what the game calls a monster. Uh, essentially, you have like supernatural abilities now at this point where you can do shit that humans can't do. Um, and your job now is to free the city from this curse called the Grimwald Knots, which basically every so often you have to defeat these things, these demon creatures to save the city from being fucked up. Um, and with the curse, basically, he can't leave the city at all. The curse prevents him for it. So now it's like, I got to do this shit so I can leave because he's an adventurer and he don't like staying in one area for one long, for a long time. And then there's also a mystery with the actual prison system itself, because they introduced the fact that he might have like some doppelganger or some shit like that. It's really interesting shit, but, um, characters are good. Um, I mean, the main character is like. He's like a silent protagonist, so like, is what it is. But the supporting cast, like the the other monsters, they kind of have like code names, like White Cat, Hawk, um, Doll, uh, Raging Bull, shit like that. Really cool people. Um, the plot is decent. The setting is good. Uh, gameplay is an action RPG, so if you like hack and slash, button mashing shit, you're gonna like it. Um, not too. It's nothing too complex at all <laughs> which i mean it's fine simple it's good um the, the the actual world itself is big enough even though it's technically within one city area the world is big enough where you can have it, it it's like a lot of areas to explore they do a good job and basically like certain areas are closed off because of the curse but like you can't just explore everything at once you kind of have to unlock it as the story progresses real good shit um so First impressions, I say um, the game currently right now on PS5 and PS4 basically because the it's 
discounted. So the digital deluxe edition is normally like seventy something dollars, but now it's sixty dollars until like I believe the eleventh. So if you want to pick it up at a discount, now's a good time. Um, I recommend it. The game is good and it's gonna give you a good little. This is a to me because I know all my all my fellow JRPG niggas. We waiting for Persona Five Strikers. This is a good game to tide you over until then. Um, so get it if you can. Also, as a, a just a notification for for my people who want to get Persona Five Strikers, if you got the money, um, the digital deluxe edition of Persona Five Strikers is actually um, in that version. It allows you to play the game. I think they said four days earlier. So not the standard edition, but the digital deluxe edition. So if you want to get the digital deluxe edition, so you play the game earlier. It normally comes out, I believe, on the 23rd. But if you get the digital deluxe edition, it comes out on the 18th. So next week, next, next week, Thursday, I believe. So just uh, some things to look out for. Um, that's it for me. But yeah. All right. Cool. So let's go ahead and get into the weeklies. So let's do anime first. Let's switch it up. So, uh, Rezero. Um I I didn't really care for much for this episode, honestly. <laughs> so I was talking to I was actually talking to DC during the midst of during the entire duration of this episode. We were talking about more interesting shit like WandaVision. So I kinda like caught bits and pieces of the episode. But from what I surmise, right? Um like this wasn't it. It wasn't like bad, but it's just like this episode happened. Like it was just there for me. Like there wasn't really anything that like. Uh, so I guess it was confirmed that that dude with the green hair is Battle Geese. Yeah, he was the, Battle the Fucking yeah. twisted ass nigga in the first season, which I need to find out like what actually causes him to go green or whatever. Like, is is it like he to morph? Does he see her the freaking little lolly chick kill uh, Amelia's mom or some shit? And he's like. I'm insane now, or I don't know. Um, but that that little lolly chick was fucking hilarious. The way she planted dude on the ground and was like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." Matter of fact, not... yeah, matter of fact, go. That was the funniest <laughs> part. That <laughs> was literally that that like that one two minute stretch had my attention. Other than that, like, okay. Yeah, I didn't really get. I didn't really get a lot of the dialogue. Um, fuck, wasn't there something? Oh yeah, I would say the beginning of the episode was a bit surprised it was a bit cool we got some information on baby girl echidna that's always a plus we got more information on uh, uh beatrice and her relationship with the freaking chicks the that, lolly uh, garfield like the, the little yeah. lolly grandma chicks that garfield likes um so that was pretty interesting but like the other the milia stuff i mean like it was just there like it was a lot of people talking um and like the again the talking wasn't interesting so like i mean it is what it is if you like the episode cool i didn't i don't hate the episode but like again we kind of we kind of regressing into some like some season one shit that like i like you going you was you you was riding strong with season two and i mean i hate to keep being repetitive but we're still in this fucking forest I'm ready to I, leave. I, I, I've never wanted to see a place burn to the fucking ground so much. Like, I really just want a freaking meteor to fucking blow that shit to the ground. I'm so sick and tired of seeing this fucking forest. Can we go back to the mansion? 
Can we go back to some other shit? I'm tired of these fucking trials. I don't care about Amelia's backstory anymore. It's not that sad. Who cares? Your village burned to the ground. So did Sasuke's. Toughen up, bitch. And who cares? Like, let's move on. That's my yeah. thoughts on the episode. I'm done. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Skate. Skate was. I love this episode. G. Skate. This was, was a really good episode. <laughs> this was a really good episode. Uh, Pedo folks. G. Uh, Pedo Rochimar on a skateboard. That nigga cold as fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that man is different, bro, but he's very different, G. But he, the shit he can do on a skateboard is wild. Very wild. That nigga was dancing on the skateboard, G. Like, that that animation, he was like, oh, yeah, oh, I like, found that you, nigga bro. salsa like, dancing on the skateboard, This nigga G. is racing you while dancing on this fucking skateboard, G. That's a different type of nigga, bro. <laughs> no, when he... Before the race, though, when he was about to smoke the square, he was like, oh, okay. You, okay. I respect that, G. I respect. <laughs> but, like, when my man's longer did the flip when he was trying to avoid the uh, the oh, love the hug. Love hug. <laughs> the fact that my man has a like... move called love hug, G. <laughs> then this nigga, like, activated the fucking Shuringan or some shit. And, yeah, like, was... fucking, like... <laughs> This nigga started fucking skating like a god. <laughs> this nigga turned around, called up to him. He was like, yep. And, and doing all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, these niggas got superpowers or some shit now. Yo, my man was giving him a heart attack on a skateboard, G, by looking at him, bro. <laughs> Like, gee, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Too much going on right now, G. But it was a very fun episode, though. Uh, really, really good. I'm trying to figure out how the cops got involved. Like, gee, they've been doing this race down this hill for like, it seemed like years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cops just now want to show up and be like, hey. The buddy was pissed, though. Adam was pissed because he was like, yo, give me, give me the fucking superintendent because I'm about to talk to his ass. He said, hey, look, man, you don't like your job, don't you? Next time you send some cops down this way, I'm popping up on you and your kids, man. <laughs> but if you have not watched Skate Affinity, G, if you like skateboards <laughs> and uh, shit like that in an extremely an- shonen fashion, this episode has hit the shonen button to the max. They yeah, said, G. we're going shonen they, 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 with this. There's like, these niggas got superpowers now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, G. But yeah, really fun episode though. Um, let's go. Uh, 2.43 uh, volleyball. Uh, I'll let you talk about this. Okay. <laughs> um, so this was a very story heavy episode, but I kind of liked it. The main character, the fucking uh, the black haired Kurabe, kind of pissed me off at the first because he's like kind of like slacking. All. He's like, it's not my fault. But I'm like, nigga, like. Like he wasn't taking any responsibilities for his action. I was like, "You a that's the annoying bitch, thing about dude. his character. He, <laughs> like he doesn't seem to to own up to anything. Like the bitch tier shit, bro. I'm like, come on now, bro. Um, but aside from that, I did like the fact that like they kind of finally breezed through this stupid ass plot point of the kid trying to uh, commit the dude who tried to commit suicide because of volleyball. Um, they went to Tokyo. They've met his old team, and they basically found out that they trolled that nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, that shit bogus as fuck, bro. Like, his old teammate was some fucking assholes for that shit. But 
Um, it was a cool scene that basically uh, Karabe was like, yo, yo, fuck them niggas. We going to the spring tournament. You ain't you ain't got to count on them no more. Dope. Um, we got to meet his um, we got to meet his uh, old uh, coach, baby girl. She looking like a snack. I hit. Um, and she was like, you know, uh, I'm glad to see that you're finally with some people that will accept you. Blah, 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 shit like that. So basically this episode was just the. I guess the warm up. Let's get all the story shit out the way, and then I, I'm I'm hoping that the next episode is we finna play some fucking volleyball. But this is a pretty decent episode. Um, I mean, like, if you are, if you were kind of, if you're like me, or you wait to watch your weeklies in one day, and you're like, should I watch this episode of two point four three? I mean, there's nothing really that impactful that happens. You low key could skip this episode, and <laughs> you wouldn't miss a thing. Just know, basically. Just know that he resolved his issues in Tokyo, and yeah. they they're going to the spring garden. That's it. Yeah, uh, Horiyama was a very fun episode. Very good. I don't want to because it sucks because I don't want to spoil it for DC. Yeah, I don't like, want to say DC. too much because uh, he's watching. What episode are you on, DC? On two. I'm almost done with two though, but oh, I could yeah. go. You could just hit me up when y'all done talking about it. Nah, I mean it's not. Nah, we could wait. Yeah, because like, because like when it comes to rom com, like romance, DC, I, I I like your opinion on shit. So uh, yeah, when you yeah. catch up, we'll go back to it. But I'm gonna catch very up fun quick, episode. It's only five, right? Yeah, I think it's only five, yeah, it's five so. now. So, but this was a very fun episode, though. Uh, really, good. just know, word of advice to women: just ask, just ask questions, G. That's all. Please, just it it's make all, all our lives easy. easy. Thank you. But, uh. Stop throwing them books, G. That shit hurt. That too. Uh, Attack on Titan. So, let's get hyped. Daytra, you can come on, like, unmute yourself. So, so this what, week what, on Attack on Titan. How should we tackle Titan. this episode? It's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit that I was You know, them little fucking kids got they ass <laughs> That's what I was like. Let's fucking go. Uh, I think one thing that Mappa is doing is playing it. Like the best thing Mappa is doing is Aaron's character. That's yeah. fucking it. The rest of that shit is not as good as whoever had it. Was it Wits or some shit like that? Wiz, whatever. Wait, yeah. The reason I was, I was looking up on it and it was like something involves like that. That it's not crunch, right? But it's another word for it that they're trying to. The people who was doing it before wanted it to last like they wanted to detail out each episode because that's what they did with the original attack on time the original mm-hmm. attack on time when it comes to their writing was way better because it added up to something this is just boom bow bing bop and let's hit it while the popularity is high and that's what and that's why they was like yeah we're gonna give it to mappa that's why that's so much cgi because they're like we want this shit done we want to tackle that you done that's why it took so long for season four season eight game but, of thrones even though CG, the crazy thing is, like people talk about animation and how long it takes. CGI and anime is actually quicker than two D. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually it so people they usually use CGI to cut budget. You, have a, you already crazy. have a you have a base model. All you gotta do yeah. is turn that shit around. You just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but I let y'all talk about it more um, because, like I don't, like I said, my favorite part, like nigga, I don't give a fuck about Sasha. She was a mean character. Niggas, niggas on Twitter talking about is she a mean character or is she somebody that we should care about? Nigga, her last words 
Well, it's meat. meat. <laughs> He's a mean character. Um, it was good, it but like, so that 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 moment, and people talking about, oh, why people talking about Gabby but defending Aaron? I mean, Aaron. Aaron's the main character. Gabby's not. I just answered your question. Uh, who gives a fuck ass, about Gabby? Why should I give a fuck? Why should I defend Gabby? Y'all some weirdos too, G, because some of y'all defending Gabby as some fucking weirdos. Let's go like, like that. It, it, <laughs> we, we are in this. We are. Yes, the story is is trying to make it seem like we supposed to not know which sad pick. But at the end of the fucking day, we with them niggas that we was with fucking three or four years ago, whenever Attack on Titan came out. So fuck Marlon. About that, that whole entire fucking um, uh, episode was literally them little kids getting fucking stung. And that was the best fucking thing. The best fucking thing. And I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> people added knuck if you buck with it. People, 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 people. Fight back, nigga. Fight back, back. Fight back, nigga. It was wow. And I feel so sorry for my nigga Falco. Because he like, no. oh. He's, a, <laughs> he's guilty he's by like, association, G. <laughs> his ass was like, fuck. I'm like, <laughs> hey, man, I had nothing to do with this. I was just trying to stop her ass. <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, the Aaron, I, th- I still think Aaron doesn't give a fuck. But, I, really but the reason I think that he was so hurt is because Sasha is technically one of the people that he's trying to protect. So when you see somebody that you're trying to protect, even though you in a I don't give a fuck attitude, you still like, damn, I gotta realize the weight of my decisions. But I'm pretty sure Aaron gonna be like, let's go kill some people. <laughs> so, uh, we're about to see, I, I, hey, DC and um, Chris, don't, um, what's his face, uh, got like some type of big crescendo plan in his head? Um, no, not Aaron, his brother. Both no, of them. This is the this is the A. Aaron this is about the, to go this solo. This is the Yeager family send off. It's the Yoke. Yeah, it's the Yeager family uh, solo act plan now, oh, well, which means a lot of talking. Someone invested, so don't spoil it for me like that. I know what goes on, but I I don't know the meat and potatoes. I'll just say plot twist galore. Yeah, it's plot twist after plot twist with a lot of talking. Uh, well, just like what I'm about to do, that's what I'm gonna do when I watch it. <laughs> Nigga, press circle. Circle button. <laughs> Nigga, press circle. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I want to talk about the thing that pissed me off the most about this episode. I don't know if y'all caught it while y'all was watching. It wasn't the Gabby shit. It was the fucking physics of this episode. And oh, just yeah. stars fucking aligned for Gabby. I'm talking this little bitch. All right. Because I'm, I'm, I need... I need I'm pitching this as if I'm the one who's about to tell you the direction that I'm trying to get this episode in. You're telling me, Gabby, we've seen do shit for all as the soldier, right? The only thing she did was fucking walk into the middle of a battlefield with a dress. You're telling me, Gabby, with a fucking pistol, walked out. Rifle. With a rifle. He's a nigga in the fucking sky. This nigga is fucking moving. <laughs> You're telling me she perfectly shot this nigga out the fucking sky. This nigga lands on the ground, 
no noticeable yank or it, nobody on the ship notices. Oh shit! Did you hear that? Like they didn't give a fuck about that guy, though, Cam. <laughs> this nigga, no, no, no. This nigga falls on the ground, and he's standing perfectly still on the ground. I need you to realize this: the airship is still moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking airship is still moving forward and his body is perfectly still on the fucking ground she runs up to the body the body is still fucking still my nigga he's having this long conversation with fucking falco the airship i need y'all to realize this the airship is still moving forward Bro, if I could show, if I could pull it up without us getting <laughs> copyrighted struck, G. He is talking to this nigga. She takes time. She's she's like, oh shit, like look at this stuff. She's talking about, they're having a like a legit one-to-one -one conversation. And she fucking shoots the fucking thing in the air. Falco grabs onto her and they move up. And you're telling me they hear this bump. Nobody except for that Sasha. nigga John. And so no, Sasha he goes, you, you hear he goes like, did you hear that? And they go like, who fucking cares? <laughs> you're in the middle of a fucking war zone. You mean to tell me? All of y'all niggas are over there party, prematurely celebrating. While one of y'all niggas is still out in the fucking field in the middle of an active fucking war zone where it is shown earlier in the episode that there are people who are assigned to look out for the people who are on the ODM gears. And you're telling me nobody was assigned to look out for him on his ODM gear. Nobody noticed a huge yank when this nigga got popped out the fucking sky. And you're telling me that this airship all of a sudden was moving forward and still because Gabby was able to perfectly go up to his body, not moving, grab that shit and go up to the fucking airship. In that line of logic, it's no fucking reason Sasha got shot. Y'all dumb niggas deserve that shit, you stupid fuck. <laughs> How does that happen? Yo, dude who wrote this show, you, whatever, you cold. You did a good show. You didn't have a script doctor. You didn't have anybody look at your shit and was like, bro, this shit makes no fucking sense. I'm looking at this episode, I'm laughing, my nigga. I'm laughing like, what the fuck is going on? This bitch Gabby in the fucking alleyway was talking about. Did you did you see it? Did you did, like? Oh, we they're they're trespassing. And then Falco, Falco's kind of growing on me as a character. He's like a five out of ten now. He still fucking sucks, but you know he's there, right? He's like, listen. He's like, look, Gabby. We did this to them. She looks at him and goes. Okay. Did you see it? Implying that, like, like, oh, she didn't see it, so there's no reason for them to stress. She, she sees that there's no reason why they should do this. 
In the next fucking sentence, she goes like, we need to kill all those devils. Bitch, it's that line of reasoning why they are in, they are invading your land. Who wrote this episode? The writer of the manga? Y'all niggas are grade A stupid. That shit was ass. Fuck the Gabby shit killing Sasha, right? I already hated Gabby. Trash Ben ass fucking character. If you like her, you're either A, racist, you're a garbage anime watcher, or B, you're a sick pedophile. And you're, and you're racist. fucking weird. And so I don't want to talk about that shit. Or you're a fucking edgelord. That shit was ass, dog. Onyx is one of them niggas who I'm gonna like the people nobody else like because nobody else like them. Internet fuck culture that. people, yeah. Fuck y'all. That's my rant, bro. I just had to get that shit out of my fucking chest. That episode pissed me off based off physics alone. You're going like, oh, but it's anime. It's not real. They go into depth in season one to talk about how realistic the features of the ODM are. So by their own fucking logic, the shit that happened for Gabby to get into the airship should not happen. This nigga should have been moving. Like, Gabby should have been like, oh, let me catch up with this, you know? Fuck. All right, let me. Like, come on, G. Goofy, that's all I gotta say, bro. Goofy ass episode. I'm mad. I ain't noticed that, but I, I peeped. It was like whatever. <laughs> no, hey, we low key, Chris. When we read that chapter, we were like, "What the heck just happened?" Because it was just a random. There was no build up when you were reading the manga. It just happened. It just happened. Yeah, it literally just happened. So just like. Bro. Like it just like damn, Sasha got popped <laughs> on the manga. Yeah. <laughs> then with this, they they did do a little bit of a build up. They were just like just the lead up was very like ass. <laughs> yeah. But the sad part is just Sasha dying did overshadow the reveal that uh Beast Titan uh his brother is fucking with him. He's for the ops. Like, that was yeah. the best part of the episode. Them them getting stomped out. And the Jaeger family being a send-off. That was the best part of the episode. Oh, Zeke. I just remembered his yeah, name Zeke. now. Yeah, Zeke. So, like, that got overshadowed. And just also how... I just like how Levi just be like, nigga, I, I don't fuck with you. And I own your he, soul. He beating it, keep beating Aaron's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't fuck with you, Jaegers. I don't trust y'all niggas. He really is like, Uncle Rux, I don't trust you new niggas. I don't trust you Yeager niggas, G. I just don't. But, but yeah. So, Attack of Titan was decent. Uh, I think, what, we got uh, Jujutsu Kaisen next. So, uh, I'm oh, probably so. I'm probably the only one that just, I enjoyed the action of the episode. Oh, what oh, ass. I didn't watch it, but Cam told me and I remember the chapter, so. Oh, what ass. So, I'll say this, right? Because we, we got to, is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic? Niggas, was, this was the one big thing that niggas was talking about in fucking uh, God of High School, right? That the action was good, but the character and the stories behind it were bad, which made the action bad. Very true. Same shit in this fucking episode. I did not give a fuck 
about soccer with a hammer with her fight with the lolly on the broom. Did not soccer give a fuck about that. Shit was garbage. I did not give a fuck about the spear chick with the fucking blue hair chick with the katana. Guess why? Because I knew she was going to win. I knew the spear chick was going to win. So fucking obvious. Was the action good? Yes. But I didn't give a fuck about anything behind it. Done. The, the final fight sequence, if you could call it a fight, the conflict, because me and DC was talking about this. I don't know if they think that I give a fuck, but the conflict between Mai and Maki, put that shit in the trash, bro. I don't give a single fuck about their dynamic at all. You basically took the one concept about how Haikyuu that I like, which is talent versus effort, and you essentially, you essentially made it for dummies. My is talent and Maki is effort, but you fucked that up. Why? Because you shonified it. You basically made, you basically told me that fuck talent is all about effort through that, through that, through those fights. Cause like not once was I like, oh shit, is my gonna win against Maki? Oh no. Is she is is the gun wielding chick gonna do something against the fucking spear chick, which they've been building to be one of the strongest bitches in the fucking school? No, no agency. Not one of those fights had agency, Chris. None of them. I just enjoyed had agency. You knew who was gonna win from fucking jump. You knew the hammer chick was gonna win. You knew Maki was gonna win twice. No fucking agency. And then you end the fight. Get this, you end the fight basically with her saying that I w I have talent, I have spirit powers, right? I got the spirit powers in exchange, Maki got supernatural strength. What? If you were going to do the whole talent versus effort shit, why didn't you just make it like Black Clover where Asta was not shit? at all this nigga could not fucking use magic at all he wasn't like the gods blessed him with supernatural ability we saw him work from nothing why didn't you apply that same effort with the maki versus my thing maki has she was not born with no spiritual blessings or whatever she was fucking she's nothing she's a loser and she was able to with pure strength she was able to get to where she is instead of some half-ass explanation of she she was blessed with supernatural strength, garbage. And then you use this, uh, and then you use this excuse that Mai doesn't like Maki because she left, and it pushed all the responsibilities onto her. When you could have made it so much of a better dynamic of like me and Beauty were talking about this, you could have made it so that like Maki left, right? And it's and Maki could have been like, oh, you could have left with me. You have the freedom to do whatever you want, correct? And then Mai could have been like, I wanted to, but if I left, they would have went after you. I stayed because I wanted to protect you. And in doing so, you made my life a living hell. Way better dynamic. What we got in this episode was F. Was, it was smoke and mirrors. That's what I call this episode. The smoke was good. The animation was fucking amazing. But when you look at that mirror behind the smoke, it's an ugly ass bitch in that reflection and that's what this episode was <laughs> uh, some problematic take but 
Well, like like I said, I enjoyed the episode primarily because of the action. Like I do co sign like good. Yeah, the action was on point. Like that's what really caught my attention with the episode. But I do like when they were talking about the Maki mind shit and what goes on with their clan, I I really didn't care. I was just like, Can you go back to the fight? That's how I was. Can we go back to Itadori versus Toto? Please. I, yeah, I, I kinda want that back too. But shout out to Panda Nigga uh doing shit though. That we Panda Nigga was on the episode. Panda Nigga was on there. For, his cameo his brief cameo was like one of the best parts about this. Exactly. Episode. Like my man's just putting in work. You like, look, man, regardless, we're trying we we still in the competition. <laughs> so it's just like, hey. So shout out to Panda Nigga. And also I, I'm st- uh, I just like how uh, Kakashi uh, folks, I forgot his name, Gojo. Oh, yeah, he talking, he talking yeah shit. Gojo was like, uh, hey, nigga, I can't, where's my boy Itadori and uh, Toto, man? I, w- I want to see them fight. Fix your right. cameras, nigga. And she just looking at him like, hey, look, man, you know we're trying to smoke this nigga? So, um, <laughs> so like, that, those were the interesting parts, but I do agree I didn't really care for uh, the Maki my shit, I, I really don't, but I did enjoy, yes. but I did just enjoy the action scenes, though. The action scenes were really on point. That's all it was for me. But, uh, Daytra, I know until, you, you want to say some shit. Until further notice, bro, this is it. This is the scale, right? We got Itadori, Itadori, like, Gojo and Tondo are, like, right here, and then everybody else. Oh, no, hold on. Panda nigga, too. So I fuck with Panda nigga. And then I like Kugisaki, though. Yeah, Kugi. Yeah, the uh, the, the Sasuke like, like nigga. I don't. Sasuke. I don't. I mean, like she's okay. No, not yeah. The chick with the hammer chick. I like Soccer, her demeanor. Soccer with the hammer, she's okay. But like Maki and Mai, yeah. I fu- like people saying like, oh, I hate Maki or I hate Mai. I fucking hate them both. They're both they garbage both. ass characters. They, they both, both fucking fuck. But uh, people gonna rock with Maki more. That's the one who don't got powers because uh she gives because Rock underdog Rockley shit. Yeah, she but, gives Rockley vibes. She gives Rock Lee vibes. So the niggas don't fuck with her. <laughs> that bullet, that that bullet ability is is, is, oh, is oh, stupid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I actually do want to talk about the bullet ability because that's stupid yeah. shit. No, 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 not the bullet. No, 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 no. Okay, so I just went on my rant about physics, right? Oh yeah. Here we go. What the oh. fuck is that? <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, Chris, you saw that, right? Yeah, it was fire to see, the but also I like that makes no sense. The, the bullet was right fucking here, my nigga. <laughs> you're telling me. Okay, again, I get this is sorcery jujitsu shit, but you're telling me she was able to manipulate her, her momentum in that moment. Step back. Her arm is all the way back here, and she was able to catch the bullet. The animation was fire, oh. OG. <laughs> Who, who, who writes this shit, dog? Who? who the animation was, was clean, though. Grown ass the niggas. Animation was clean, boy. And was like, <laughs> bro, that shit wasn't even that cold. Because guess what? It showed me this, and then it just went to a stock image of her catching a fucking bullet. That's it. <laughs> who fucking cares, bro? <laughs> that shit was garbage. That's and then the fact, oh, she can only create one bullet a day. That was stupid. I'm like, gee, like, come on, bro. 
Why do you use a revolver pistol? You could have a bitch that carries like 36 fucking rounds. Why are you using something with six bullets, you dumbass? You know what? It's stupid because she would have to take like a month off just to get her ability up if she was to do something. Like that gun that you just talked about, Cam, she would have to wait a whole month to do that. That's no, ass. but she, those are, but like those, that's if she wants to create a bullet. Is she, yeah, but she, isn't like, it, okay. isn't it like if she wants to create a bullet? Yeah, it like, takes okay. A day? Because literally yeah, it her ability is like, okay, she uses the gun. Those are like regular sorcerer bullets or whatever. But she right. can create, she can technically create a weapon and use it. But for her sake, it's a, she could create a sorcerer cool. bullet after she runs out of ammo. So she can use regular sorcerer bullets. So she can get like a, a fucking pistol that carries like 24 uh, rounds or however many. Never mind. Yeah. And then use that, right? Like, why does she use a revolver pistol? Something about Magnus, G. I'm just saying, bro. Listen, listen. This is gonna be a hot take. Sanji, Jujutsu Kaisen is Bleach 2.0. I will say that Cam's <laughs> not wrong because I agree. It is basically Bleach. It's Bleach, but done. It's probably gonna be considered better, but it is Bleach. That's not good. <laughs> Guys in the party, so sometimes they hear y'all. Well, we in the podcast, but I got the I mute them, right? Right. They flaming this bitch too. At the they don't even hear y'all at the party, bro. They just started talking about Jujutsu Kaisen. The exact <laughs> moment you flaming this bitch, they flaming this bitch. Bro. <laughs> like, this bitch is trash. Bro. She garbage. <laughs> bro, I feel, bro, that nigga Yusuke would be mad as fuck if he was on the squad. He got one shot. Oh yeah. It took what Yusuke like what one day like after one, day two he was like oh I can shoot five times cool alright shit that's funny as hell though. <laughs> we got a whole let's, day let's, let, let, let's move on to some good shit now yeah uh, go ahead y'all could do WandaVision bro so alright I've been ranting I'm gonna let DC take I'm gonna let DC take the helms and tell them about everything that happened this week um, but I've been ranting. I'm sorry about that, y'all. That this is just this releasing out a lot of pent up aggression. But go ahead, DC. Uh, is my connection good? Just in case. Yeah, you I was good. You good. You're great. You good? Okay. So I'll I'll just do like a quick summary. So episode five. Fucking hold on, hold on, hold on. I wrote notes down. I wrote notes down. But basically, in this episode, we get a lot. It's a longer episode than last week. It's 40 minutes, right? So uh, just a quick thing. Remember earlier when uh, I think I told Cam this, where there was leaks that came out. And Mm -hmm. uh, my sister told me that uh, Marvel was going to drop like two episodes and stuff. But when this episode came out, it was just one. And it was 40 minutes. Uh, We think that they took some, like the reveal from episode six and put it in this episode just because of the fiasco that happened. And I agree with that. But um, yeah, this episode starts out with the babies and they're trying to stop them from crying. And Wanda cannot use her. She's trying to use her magic to make them stop crying and she can't. And um, she told Vision to leave because she's using magic in ways that he doesn't want her to. And so she tried to do it out of his uh, vision, but she can't get them to cry and they end up laughing 
Vision comes back and they start talking about the babies and then Agatha comes in and says that I heard that you guys can't get the babies to sleep. And so uh, Vision is, he's starting to realize about how she just shows up and how does she find that information? He seems vividly like concerned about how does she know that information? And you see Agatha go up to Wanda and be like, do you want to take that from the top? Yep. And Vision peeps everything. He's like, wait, what? And then Wanda, she falls in line with what Agatha says and says, oh, yeah, you, you can hold the baby. And then Vision's like, okay, what's going on? Did you not see that? She's like, oh, no, Agatha is always like that. And um, they're, like you can start to see that Vision is really, they're, they're harping down on Vision noticing the things that's going on in this episode. Um, Agatha goes and says she's looking for dark liquor, uh, acting really funny as Vision and Wanda are uh, arguing. She sprays lavender on the babies to make them go to sleep and mm. stuff like that. Um, they continue to argue and then they notice that the babies are gone. And then they see the babies aged up behind them by the staircase. And Agatha says, oh, the." uh, I forgot. You, she's like, they grow up yeah, so fast or something like that. Yeah, it grows up so fast, no matter what you can do, or something like that. So now we have aged the aged up. Um, they have a montage of the kids taking pictures of them, like to show the birthday cake one through five. Yeah, birthday. so they, yeah. so I, I was, because I was, me and Bitch, I was talking about this, like what, what show were they referencing? Because this is the 80s. It was confirmed that this episode is the 80s. And I think they said that they were referencing um, Family Matters, I think. I think it was Family Matters. That Might have fucked been. up because Family Matters is fucking me. <laughs> not, not, not Family, not Family Matters. See, it's, um, it's not Family Matters. It's all, all in the family, something like that. I think it's like oh, all in the family. Okay. I was about like to say. That. It's a white show, bro. It's, it's, it's very known. Well, I think it's all in the family because that's oh, that yeah, show man. with that freaking the the um the old white dude and the old white lady. The old it, white it, dude is like low key racist. With, it starts out with the theme. I think the, the theme song goes like. Da, 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 da. I never watched one episode, house? but I know. I know. No, it's not. It's not Full House. They don't. Uh, it, even though it would have been a perfect time for them to reference Full House because bro, yeah, I, I, think, was, I think, think Full good. House is a fucking lawsuit and a half. They try to do that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Disney got the, the, the foothold on Full House, bro. I think that's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's NBC. Yeah, I think that's NBC. But, uh, uh, boy, I, I know it. Trust me, my niggas. I know it. It's like, it started off, I think the, the dad probably got like a fucking beard. I don't know. Mm. Well, I don't know. Oh shit. We good. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, um so yeah, they, they had the little montage baby picture stuff. Uh the kids, I might be skipping over some stuff. Did the cause I, I watched it. I for I usually remember things out of order. Did the did the uh, sword stuff happen before the kids started bathing the dog in the sink or was that after? Is that again? Was the, the sword stuff sword stuff? Before the kids started, you know, washing the dog, or was that after? What you mean by the sword stuff? When they cut to no, sword, that was that was it was. I think it was before because I do remember the chick. I, the, I think the the Thor chick. She said like um, they aged by like five. That could have been after. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Um, 
Well, we could talk about it. It don't really matter. People I think I think it, it was yeah. I think it was after. I don't know. It was after. Okay, so like the kids, they you know they they bathe in the dog, yada yada yada. Agatha, the vision comes in and she's like, "Why are you uh, in your human form?" He's like, "You never know who could just pop in." So he's really getting a a beat a beat on Agatha popping in at the right time. Comes in with a doghouse, exactly what they need, and he he notes it. You came in like, with how, exactly. How did you know that? Exactly. You know we had a dog. <laughs> And Wanda doesn't care. Wanda makes a dog collar just in front of Agatha. And she sees everything. No, It's like normal. And um, Vision's like, I thought we agreed on not using our powers in public. And she's like, I don't want to hide anymore. And Vision's starting to say, like, we're usually on the same wavelength. What's going on? Is there something you're not telling me? And um, the kids ask, oh, can we have... Uh, can we have a dog? And she's like, oh, when you're 10. And then they look at each other and then they age up to right 10 years old. Agatha. Right in front of Agatha. And then she's like, oh, I hope this dog doesn't grow up. So she's like, obviously knows what's going on. Um, I think we cut to shield after this, right? Yeah, that's when you cut to shield or sword. Okay. I love this part because they're discussing about who, because Wanda's abilities weren't like this before where she was usually a telepathic person, but now her abilities are amped up. And then there's this, they're discussing who's the most powerful Avenger. And they were like, they were going over the end game where they were like, oh yeah, she was going to take out Thanos if he didn't order a, a kill strike. And then I think the Asian dude was like, oh, what about Captain Marvel? He seen, She seemed like she was um, holding her own too. And you see Monica look visibly she did like, not, upset. She did not. She didn't like, like the fact that they mentioned her name. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that is. And then Monica was also, she said she was going to text the uh, aero astrophysicist to come in. and Aerospace uh, engineer to uh, yeah. help them. Yeah, talk about how they could get through the hex, how they could make something to get through the hex. Um, so freaking fuck, what happened? Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's what happened. So they discuss all that. They, I think it cuts back. So the kids are with the dog. They're trying to find the dog. And wait, no, that something happened before that, right? Oh, they get the drone. They get the drone. Yeah. No, but yeah, that, they, get they the cut drone. back to the house. They cut back to the house. They cut though. back to the house. And that's they when they're, they're talking about, like, where's, you know, where's the dog? We lost the dog. And then that's when um, Wanda, they, 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 they were... They were talking about like the the dog was lost, and they were also talking about the fact that like Vision isn't at home or a lot. And, like, oh yeah, and, where's and dad? Wanda, yeah, yeah. Like where's dad? Like why is he home? And then Wanda was like, "Oh, we're arguing and blah blah blah." You know, well, family is forever, and that's when they noticed that she notices that there's something um, going on outside. That's when they yeah, go outside, and that's when, and that's when they cut in. to the drone shit. And the TV can't see the drone because it's panning it out. But we, like, the shield, I mean, the sword agents see the drone uh, camera. So they're knowing that whatever's within her reality, she's physically keeping out whatever um, she doesn't want people to see. And uh, Monica is like, uh, it's me, Monica, stand down. We're trying to help, yada, yada, the whole spiel. The sword director is like, I right, we can't get through to her. Order the kill. Folks became and an asshole in Monica, two episodes. Two episodes. He became he did, an asshole. Yeah, he became the 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 stereotypical like general jerk nigga. 
But I was rocking with folks. I thought he was gonna get some pool tired at the end of the show. Now but the honestly, pool. though, from I yeah. understand his reasoning. I understand why he's doing what he's doing. To him, Wanda is the sole perpetrator of the entire event. She is responsible for what's going on in Westview. There are thousands of people in that yes. city who are trapped, who are being manipulated beyond their will, and they've gotten a first eyewitness account of what that experience is like from one of their operatives. So he's like, in his mind, he's like, this bitch is dangerous, dog. Like, if she's not willing to cooperate, get her the fuck out of here. Obviously, a fucking drone missile isn't going to do shit, right? We that know that. That's stupid to me. Yeah. That's to me. But this this is the thing, though. I think that he was, I think they weren't counting on, I, I think that if it wasn't for Monica, what would have happened is, is they would have sent that drone in and they would have just blew her inside the fucking house. That's what I think that they were going for. Like, he wasn't messing. He didn't. I think at that point he's done talking. He's like, "Yo, fuck mm-hmm. her. Like, let's get her the fuck out of here." There are innocent people who are literally suffering as we speak. Y'all care too much about this one bitch. There are way, pe- way, you know, needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few type situation. Even though the needs of the few is a fucking reality warping mega monster bitch, but yeah, he's more concerned about the citizens. So I understand his angle of like, "Yo, fuck her." <laughs> I, I, I like let, let's rescue these people first, but you can continue. But yeah, so orders a drone. Monica's like, I didn't know that it was. Uh, it was armed. It was armed, and that's when uh, she comes out the uh, hex. Right, that, that whole sequence was menacing as fuck, bro. Them showing the little flashes of the shadow of her coming out that shit, bro. Man, that she was sick. That was great. Like, Marvel does a good job. Like, this is a character that is beloved. We've seen a hero, and you make her intimidating. That's 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 kudos to that. Um, she drags the drone and tosses it to him, and you just see everybody aim their you know dots at her. And her accent came back a little bit too. If y'all peep, yeah, yeah, like, it just I slightly that. came back. So. She, it's like she knows what, like, yeah, this reality is something I want. He's completely and, um, aware of the situation, but she does not care. Exactly. Like, she was in, like, regular clothes when she came out, too. Uh, her and Monica have their talk, and Monica's like, you know, you must have trusted me in order to let me deliver your baby. I delivered your babies. You should know that I trust you, and I know there's still good in you. Uh, what do you want? We can help you. She's like, what I want is all already here i have what i want and um the director's like i we're done with talking she manipulates everybody's minds and have them aim at dude oh come on (laughs) she could just end everybody right here i love that it's just she's in control one key point though because i mean we're going to talk about all the theory shit after we do the synopsis but one key point to realize Mm -hmm. is that somebody pointed out is that everybody who's manipulated by Wanda appears to have red eyes. The people in the town yeah. don't have red eyes. You're right. There's no red aura being manipulated by them. Oh, yeah, I, I glossed over that earlier. The dude, the Patel guy, Vision, um, he talked to him, and he was able to no, that, figure out what's that, going on. 
That was that happens after. later. That happens after. That was after. Yeah. Okay, then I, I, I got ahead of myself. She goes back in, to the uh, hex. Looks like she fortifies it, and everybody's left stunned after that. And then they cut over to Vision being in his office. Uh, he helps his uh, homie with the email, mm-hmm. and it's a sword like case file about the situation that they're all reading they just all read and they read it that shit creepy as fuck <laughs> and they laugh exactly afterwards, G. <laughs> and they're laughing and he said it's a joke he's like, it's just a joke it's just a joke and then vision's like he does that yeah mind thing to him turns him back and he's like i'm in pain where's my father i gotta call my sister I to, like i gotta call my phone. sister crazy like just in distraught vision's trying to figure out what's going on and he's like she's in my head it hurts please you have to stop her it doesn't specify who yes it says her she you gotta stop she so vision's like okay only person i know that has powers is wanda so he goes back home confronts her about it he's like hey no this this is then it's the scene where they're they're looking for the the kids okay they're looking for the dogs kids looking for the dogs um it's, the uh, mailman. The mailman says the, something. The, the mailman says, "Oh, uh, they're like, oh, we're looking for a dog." And the mailman says, "Don't worry oh, yeah, about your, it. Yeah, your mom. your mom is gonna find. Your mom's gonna make sure she finds find a dog." So yeah, they're they're going around looking for it. Uh, Agatha in the bushes. They come up to around her, and she's just in the bushes rustling, and she's like holding a cloth saying, I'm sorry, he got into my bushes. Um, it's too late. He's dead, basically. And the kids are, you know, getting really emotional and stuff. And they look at each other like they're going to age up again. And Wanda's like, no, no, you don't age up. Um, this is pain. This very powerful pain, no matter what, but you can't, you know, did she say run from it or you have to endure it? Nisha, you have to like endure it or embrace it. You have to endure it and embrace it. And then the weirdest part is that they said, Mom, you could change this. You could bring him back. Yeah, you can bring him back. You can you can fix dead. That's what they you said. You can fix the dead. And Agatha is completely surprised at this information that she could bring people alive or back from the dead. So um, I think Vision comes in a little bit later. Yeah, he comes yeah, in. and comes then... in to console the kids. And that's when they cut back to the house. The household. Yeah. And they have the argument. And he's like, I talked to a dude at the job where he wasn't in control of, he he was no longer in your control. How long have you been? I feel like you knew it was subconscious at first, but now you realize what's going on. You got to stop. And she starts to, you know, dodge the questions and she rolls the credits. And I love this scene. The credits are rolling on the screen and his voice and his temper gets higher and higher and they, the argument goes into the next room. And they're, com- they're completely, like they're arguing about the situation. Uh, he starts, you know, flying. She raises up and he's like, he says something about um, you're controlling everybody by their will. It's not your choice to confine me here. And it's like a callback to their conversation back in Civil War where she was confined and holed up and they had an argument and fought and where she's like, it's not your decision for me to choose to leave. So they have that mirrored conversation here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Vision notices that there's no, uh, he said he can't remember anything prior to him being at Westview. He's scared. He notices that there's no kids on the playground every day. Makes a big note to that. Um, and they're just, it seems like he was talking her down because then they get to the couch and she's sitting there and he's like, every time it seems like we're trying to get somewhere, something always gets in the way. Rings the doorbell. Yeah. No, he said he's, um, she states that like she doesn't have complete control ever over control, yeah. ever everything. She's like, you think that I have, I'm not the only control one. Control over everything. That has control. Like I'm not the only one doing this. And and then like the the doorbell rings and then he and then she goes like you think that was caused by me don't you and he's and and you don't believe me and he goes like um he's like I've been going against my I've been going against my um statistic I can only go against my statistics for so long he says something like that yeah or like he's he's trying to he's basically going like listen my body is computationally telling me you fucking crazy yeah no (laughs) and so she's like goes up to the door he's all in his head about the thing and the biggest reveal in the freaking episode which everybody says this opens up so many things opens up the door fucking doors opens up the door and it's pietro but it's not the pietro we know it's the fox universe pietro quicksilver and darcy even says he's been recasted yep so Evan Peters Quicksilver shows up in the MCU. He's introduced as Wanda's brother. And episode ends there, right? He said he says like, yeah. "Oh, you you happy to see me, little sister?" So it looks like it looks like he cuz we're going to start getting into some theory shit. So bear with give us yeah. give us like a good 5 minutes, Chris. Give us a little bit 5 yeah, minutes to talk about some theory shit. Um so we what I'm thinking is when it comes to there's a lot there's so much shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But what I'm thinking when it comes to Pietro's character, there's a lot of things. Me and DT talked about this earlier. This is kind of like reverse House of M shit. Oh, um, yeah. where essentially what happens is that because Wanda is doing a lot of reality warping shit, she's doing it consciously and subconsciously. So I'm thinking that the conversation that they've been having as far as like when she had the conversation with her kids and she was talking about like families forever, um, the 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 conversation that um, that they had when the dog was dead is that you can bring back the dead, you can you can fix dead. Um, there's also we didn't know we there's two other things that we didn't mention is the fact that um, Wanda stole Vision's corpse. So the oh yeah, she busts in the, the facility. The, the vision that's yeah. in the screen is reanimated corpse vision. Um, yeah. But essentially, what I'm thinking is that because for those who don't know, the next Doctor Strange movie is confirmed to be called Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness. What I'm thinking is that she subconsciously, or if it, whether it's Mephisto or Agatha, in order to distract Vision and Wanda from talking about the full mystery of what the fuck is going on in Westview basically distracted by bringing back her brother her brother is dead she know it's a reality that her brother is dead so it's like they brought back the next best thing and essentially pulled in Pietro from Fox because this is Days of Future Past Quicksilver the TV uh, the TV saga that they're talking about is in the 80s Days of Future yeah. Past takes place in 
the, the 80s. 80s. Mm-hmm. So now that we have that, I'm thinking that now that he's in this kind of reality, I'm feeling like he's either under control as well. And I'm thinking that maybe once this whole situation is resolved, he's going to go like, what the fuck am I? Who are you? Like, what, yeah. why, what am I doing? Something like that, right? This episode basically gave... This episode was a confirmation of, like, the keys are being handed um, to, to MCU. They can get away with anything they fucking want to because they set this shit up. A lot of theories are coming. The biggest theory that is floating around is that this is how they're going to introduce mutants. This is how they're going to get the X-Men into the MCU. Not, they've been here all this time. The event that's taking place in West Point, because it's also another thing that we we glossed over is that they show uh, once she gets once Monica Rambo gets kicked out, they're at this table and they're talking about like the fact that her um, her X ray like the, we we came back with your your um, X ray and it's kind of like what, what did they say DC it's like non conclusive they can't non conclusive yeah but they kind of gloss over and it's confirmed that he has some type like because. If you don't know comic book wise, Monica Rambo does get powers eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also confirmed to be in the Captain Marvel 2 movie as well. So what I'm thinking and what a lot of people are thinking is that her entering in Westview sparked some kind of mutagen in her body. And that's how she gets her power. She got her power by going into this alternate reality where shit is just happening. And then she gets kicked out and then boom, that's how she gains her power. So what I'm theorizing is that, and another key thing is that Vision said, where are the children as well? That's, they kept they kept harping on that too. Mm-hmm. Where are the children? So what I'm thinking is that if they want to introduce X-Men, not only from pulling things out from like the multiverse shit, right? Where like she's, she's imagining, you know, Petro and Petro from another multiverse comes. If they want to find some way to bring in magneto as well through that way as far as like her being adopted like because dc you said that like she's adopted and that they could pull in magneto yeah as being like the true father or something like that yeah because the maximums um, aren't her biological parents if they're going with quicksilver and magneto magneto's their biological father so yeah if she pulls her father back like if they say oh where's your dad and like they're dead Technically, he's not if, dead. If Michael Fassbender comes out, like yeah, they, could, they could do hey. something like that. Um, there's also so me and DC are theorizing that like maybe something's gonna happen and she just loses her fucking mind and like the thing just expands. It goes yeah. global, and as a result of that, that causes people to have the mutagen gene in them, mm. and as a result of that that's how we see mutants come it's reverse house of m where house of m was scarlet Witch going like fuck all these mutants no more mutants it's now all the mutants are coming and that could be a great way to fucking introduce it there's another thing that we forgot to mention plot wise has nothing to do with this but there was a commercial that i i found out what it was day trail the freaking uh paper towel commercial oh the live yeah that had that ties into remember in um civil war the mm-hmm. event in which she killed all those civilians, those innocents, and they were talking about cleaning up the mess you started. That's what they were talking about. 
I know we've been talking about this for a minute, but I just have to do because I, you know, I, I, I say short bursts of the things I want to say. Look, that episode does a great job of foreshadowing everything. Now I'm not talking about like in the future. I'm talking about within that episode. Beginning of the episode, all they did was talk. It started off with the blip shit again. It started off. I'm about to blow the fuck up in Battlefield One. It started off with basically saying, "What's dead can come back to life." Every every benchmark in that episode started off with something that died is coming back to life until Wanda basically said, "Boom!" Um, when they told Wanda she could do whatever she wants, even when even when Vision. When she said she stormed Vision, they she grabbed the dead body. There's another foreshadow of saying, like, yo, she brought Vision basically back to life. When um when Sparky, I do I told Care when we went before dude even came. I was like, Sparky is just a metaphor for a brother. Because his name was fucking Sparky. <laughs> so mm. I was like, when Sparky died, I was like, if she said you can bring anybody you want to back to life, I'm you like, yeah, I'm about to bring my brother back to life. You can fix it. They did a lot of they did a lot of metaphors and foreshadowing, and they're going to continue to keep doing that, which is which is awesome. And I just had a theory in my head, but I'm not going to say it because we talked about it for a little bit too long. But WandaVision is the best thing. What Rob say? WandaVision is the best thing at DC Rebirth. I swear to God. <laughs> DC Rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, so like I'm thinking this is a, a stage for mutants. Also, the engineer that we in DC were talking, the aerospace engineer. Yeah, it's a theory that that might be Reed Richards, and that's how they bring in the Fantastic Four into this movie and, because it's also confirmed Fantastic Four is coming back. And, then what and it might be, it might be, you know, the explanation of who Franklin is because. If Reed Richards is tied to the nexus of mutants, that explains why Franklin Richards, his son, will be a mutant. If they, you know, do Franklin Franklin Richards later on, so it's all set up. Everything's set up. It's just oh, yeah. it's just crazy that they did it. They actually did it. It's like this show to be this show is a perfect example of like shattering expectations because people thought this was gonna be some like high budget like. Adventures of Vision and Wanda. Yeah, like some, throwaway. Some sitcom shit. Like some throwaway stuff. And they managed to make me, somebody who doesn't care as much about Wanda and Vision, they managed to make me care about their characters and want to see more. The show is greatness. To wrap it all up, if you have not watched this show and you're you an MCU fan, what the fuck are you doing? Watch this show. Love it. And man, episode six is going to be fire. All right. Cool. Uh, next, uh, oh, Black Clover and One Piece. Talk about Black Clover. Yeah, go we ahead can we can kind of skim through Black Clover first, and then we can. You want to talk about the anime stuff too? I'll bring that you up. You want to tie that into it? Yeah, we might as well. Everybody, you said. Yeah. Yeah, might as well tie it in. Yeah. Better if you tie it up to it. Might as well tell you about what's happening with the anime now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So go ahead and talk about the anime shakers. So, Black Clover is pretty much. About the for some goofy reason going to stop doing the anime. I think in March they said yeah, it's in March, yeah, end of March, which is I guess the end of this anime season around that time frame. So, me who was literally watching the shit back to back to back every goddamn week, I'm very hurt and devastated because this is a really good arc. It's a really good arc. You guys hyped it up to be a really solid arc, even like the. When I look at uh, what the community says about this is a really good arc, 
And the fact that it's possibly about to get a bleach-ass ending hurts my soul. Now, they did say it's going to be an announcement. I'm just hoping that it just means... Because some people are saying so close to the uh, manga right now. You said what? The announcement is a movie. That'd be stupid They confirmed it? The announcement is going to be a movie. I, I can put money on it. Oh, probably okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's either gonna be a movie, or they're probably gonna make like another announcement that they're gonna make it like a my hero situation. Because the reason why they're yeah, the they're reason why they're close. discontinuing it is because long running series don't do well. So like, yeah, fuck you, Dragon Ball Super. You didn't do well at all. You only broke the internet twice. Um, but <laughs> long running series don't do well, and so they're like, yeah fuck it end it right now even though i think in the same week they just announced like another series is gonna be like long running yeah that jobless reincarnation whatever the hell it is yeah jobless reincarnation is gonna be a long running series with long running series like i don't know it, i think That's it's much slaps I think to the face bro yeah i think it's like a lot deeper than they're letting on like maybe there's budget reasons maybe popularity or set i don't know but i think that reason the long-running series shit is goofy as fuck yeah i um, i don't know but some people but saying yeah. it's too close to the manga and it, it it is they're getting dangerously close to the manga. i can yeah. understand that because they don't do a lot of filler like they consistently stay on track like they recently did feller and even then it was probably like two three weeks worth and then they get went right. Y'all back just to, got done with the you know fight shit, right? Yeah, you know fighting. Yeah, so like, yeah, y'all are like super close to the manga. Yeah, so um, it they could also, be like, they might go on like, hiatus. I think it is. I think it will be better. And just like in terms of anything, when in media, is for you to break something off like that. Not even just because of fella hell, right? At the end of the day, if you making money like Naruto did, you will fuck about some fella hell, right? Exactly. But. I think as in a, a fan that watch it is better if you go for quality reasons episodically like that of seasons. Mm. This come out like how my hero do like what what my hero do like 64 episodes or like 48 or some shit like that each season? No. 24? 24? Like 20, like 20 something episodes, right? Yeah, so like in that and yeah, it'd be like 24 per season. In taking the, the manga and understanding what you're watching and just Black Clover, for what I know, is already beautifully animated. It's just gonna get way better. So yeah. it's I like shit like that. I'm, I'm cool with it, even though I'm not the, as big as a fan as y'all. I don't think it's something for niggas to to, to cry about, like how some niggas probably are. Like you, you still don't get your show. It's a very and you still got the manga. And it's it's the a very successful, it's a very successful yeah. jump uh, adaptation, bro. Like a, a lot of niggas, like you could have been Samurai Eight. And just just fell off the the blocking completely. So, yep. You you, I think they good. Yeah, I guess it's still in a good position. I don't think because people say I, like, can you mention popularity? I don't think it's the popularity. Like people legit watch it. It's not. It's mm. just not. You know, like for something like compared to like peers like Naruto, One Piece of shit, My Hero, Demon Slayer yeah. is not. As yeah, it's not yeah. there, but it's in the conversation. Yeah, it's got its cult following. Yeah, yeah. like. I'm just saying that people are gonna say that's an excuse as to why. Yeah, but it's like, oh, it's not as popular, but I don't think that's the reason at all. Yeah, so whatever happens, happens. It just sucks for me because I, I've been, I stuck around. Once I started watching, I stuck around. I was like, shit. Even when people said, "Yo, this shit's ass," in the beginning, I was like, I stuck around. So, 
Hey man, I, I I bought it. I because I think I I read it. I started reading it after I watched something, and I was like, yeah, this shit is kind of fire. And then I me I brought DC into it. So like, yeah, because yeah, I was duking on I was duking on it. And I never even checked it out. So I'll hold that L. I was on that. Yeah, damn after, after what I call the bootleg Zabuza arc, that's when like the show really started getting good. So exactly. Oh, uh, but yeah, to talk about like I caught I fully caught up on the manga now. Light spoilers because I'm not an asshole and I don't want to spoil anything. But like. Um, really good. Like, where you are, Chris, you're like, I want to say, it's like, what, 30, maybe 20 something chapters from catching up? Damn. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, you're real. No time. You're, you're, you're real close. So, um, but everything was really great. The, um, the, the form that they tease at the end of the opening with Asta, the way he, the way he gets that really dope they introduce another character of the black bulls and that nigga is fucking raw as hell like he is that nigga um i fucking love him his characters are awesome his powers are really good um you know I'm gonna spoil something like this, right? So Asta goes through in- Asta goes through intense training to get his new power up. I'll put it like that. I'm gonna spoil it anymore. More. All they show you know do in order to because he's gonna get his new form as well. They show him um like put a dent into a rock three times. That's it. And then it cuts away, and the next time we see him, he has a new form. And the reason why he's so powerful, the villain that he's fighting, he says it. Is because he's beloved by Mana. Black Clover. <laughs> the only show that the reason why you're not at a 10 out of 10 is because of one fucking character. And that character's name is Yuno. You would be like, I would be singing your praises. But you consistently fuck up with one of the major things that you're trying to push into our throats, which is Yuno, stop doing that shit. But other than that, Black Clover is in a really good position. Um, I freaking love the Elf Saga, um, the the Water Dragon, I forgot the, one, the Water Little Saga. I like that. Um, but this arc by far is the best. Like the the stakes that they're building, as far as like the devils and like everything surrounding that. The, Chris, you'll see when it comes to the next fight that you're gonna get into with uh with um. Basically, I'll say this: you're gonna see some Yami and Asta greatness. And it's gonna be fucking lit. <laughs> so oh, it is gonna cold. be so and I can't I'm honestly probably gonna tune in to see that episode animated because I think they're gonna do it really fucking good. Um but it's it's looking like this arc. I don't know what they're gonna where they're gonna go from this because where we currently are in the manga, it's like it's kinda like in a position where like it's like end of the world stake shit where it's like what what do you do after this? Like, yeah. where do you go? Like what's what net? What next major threat will there be? Because this is kind of like the end all be all, like at least with the L. Like they introduced the devils within the L saga, mm-hmm. so it was like, okay, there's a way bigger threat than the elves. But now it's kind of like, I don't see what else is a bigger threat than these devils because these niggas is different. Um, God. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, shout out to Black Clover. Um, sucks that the anime is ending, but hopefully that movie that they announced. And if they announce that it's going to be continuing, but it's going to be on a seasonal basis, which means way better animation, more concise episodes, and no filler. So that's it. Mm. All right. 
let's go ahead. What, DC, you want to say anything about the chapter? Or we go on to One Piece? No, uh, you, you move on. All right, so I think uh, I can say like the quick SBS stuff because the chapter was another action. We could just say how we felt about it, but the SBS stuff, um, it kind of ties into like so Oda shows, uh, he shows like Sanji's like old and old, older picture that he what he looks like in 40 years and what he looks like in 60 years, exactly and what he would look um, like if he was old and looked like Judge, I think. Yeah, one he looks like Judge, one he looks like Zeph. His forty-year-old version looks like if his mom was a dude. So, <laughs> uh, like he has the same hairstyle as his mom. Yeah, they are same hairstyle as his yeah. mom. Okay, it. I was gonna say. Dude. So, yeah, but um, the the main area of contention in the community is you put it in the chat, Chris, where it was what the straw hats who don't have a devil fruit that's on the crew, what would they have? So he gives Nami the uh, Gura Gura no me. I mean, uh, no the the. Not the Gurgur, no, the lightning, Enel's fruit. Gives Usopp infinite pocket fruit from one of the white beard pirate dudes. Gives Frankie Baby Five's fruit. Gives Zoro Kaido's dragon fruit. And says that, that Zoro wouldn't even eat it. It should be in his sword, because that'd be cool, right? We get to Sanji. And they give this nigga Sanji senior pink swim swim fruit. Now, everybody's been saying, I, I joke. When I'm like, well, I don't joke. Toei wanks off Zoro, but I kind of assume that you know Sanji, Zoro, and Luffy are you know Oda's favorites because they have the most screen time. But this chapter proved that he loved that nigga Zoro. I, I'm okay with it. So whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Money. I get it, Oda. He makes money for you, and you love you love your time on Roroni Kenshin. So you like sword niggas. Everybody likes sword. So still, I'm still on your ass about that, Oda. Weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, we could get to the chapter. Um, it's another, uh, it's another action chapter on top of the roof. Uh, stuff happened. I'm gonna just let y'all say how y'all feel about it. I'll say my little rant at the end. Uh, so pretty much for me, I it was a, like I said, it was another action chapter. Uh, it like of course Zoro was heavily featured, mm-hmm. but he played his role. Yeah, he played. Like I've been saying, the nigga's a support character. He's a support character. If you have a problem yeah. with him being a support character, then clearly you never played a JRPG or any type of RPG you ever. Might as well, you might as well stop watching One Piece, bro, because you're going to get disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> his his role as Luffy's right hand, left hand, whatever the hell, is to protect him. Sanji's not currently present. His job is to protect them, because at the moment, after Luffy used Gear Four, he's hockeyless for ten minutes. So shout out to the cooldown. You gotta protect mm-hmm. them because Kaido and Big Mom know who the big threat is. His job is to protect the nigga. And once again, shout out to Kaido acknowledging that sword. That sword, <laughs> that sword hit different. G. Ain't said his name a single time. And he ain't sit there and say, "Damn, bro, that nigga Zoro know how to use that sword." It's damn. That's Odin in that sword. It's Odin in that sword, G. So it was like I'm just letting reality kick in. But Zoro did his job, which was protect Luffy. Uh, shout to uh Law, being Law. He's holding his own against Big Mom, by the way. Um, he called for that. Yeah, he's holding his own. Kid and Killer. My question is, my bad. Like, no, you good. how the fuck? 
how the fuck did y'all told me Oda said he gonna like that Wano was like in th- or act three or two or some shit. If they yeah, fighting Big gone. Mom and fucking Kaido yeah. on the roof and we don't know. Oda could be captain for all we know. This nigga, this nigga said that like what, uh, what a year ago or some shit, two years ago that One Piece is eighty percent done. We don't know. This nigga I do key. have, I do have a, a thing for that when I get to mine. But yeah. I do see how it could go five, five X now after what this chapter. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. But overall, though, I did enjoy this chapter. It was a, it was a very like I like the action chapters. Um, Cause just let you know, we're about to get a lot of talking really soon, so get ready for that. More than um, likely, so get ready for it. Um, but yeah, it was a cool <laughs> chapter. It was a really nice chapter. Um, so for me, I like this chapter. Luffy putting it. So the great, great things, right? This chapter just basically keeps confirming that Luffy is fucking carrying this fight. He's putting it. He's putting everybody on his back, and he's showing niggas why he's the main character. If you got a problem with that? Of deal, and for those niggas who said Zoro over Luffy, okay. <laughs> uh, but again, let let let's 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 talk about this, right? Zoro, um, the Zoro, Zoro stands. I really enjoyed what Zoro did in this chapter. Like Chris said, he mm-hmm. did his role. His role is to protect Luffy. When Luffy was about to get chomped up by Kaido, he was like, yo, let my captain go. And he did And he did what he had to do in order to free Luffy and protect him. He's doing his job. I like that. I like seeing that shit. That's his role. That's his character. And he's doing it well. Now, does him cutting Kaido's scale confirm ZKK? I don't know. At this point... I'm trying to live in y'all. I'm trying to live in y'all world too, because that world sounded kind of cool now. From outside looking in, so this is the crazy thing: right? Luffy ain't killing Big Mom and Zaido. No, Kaido. I don't see him mopping, especially when they got this Pluto alignment. Right? So I think depending on if, like, say for instance, if Luffy, Luffy defeat Big Mom, I think then we probably most likely guarantee the ZKK shit, right? But I think as in a story, like I said, I'm not the biggest one piece nigga. But I think as in a as in a, a protagonist and antagonist type situation, it's more beneficial for Luffy to kill the unkillable. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't think I don't know why I know people love Zoro and shit like that, but I don't see any possibility of Zoro coming. Now it could be a I, it's more often a straw hat victory, if that's the case, all of them kill Kaido. Like all of them do something to, to send Kaido to the fucking moon, but I like really like how like just as in a story like creating a story. How is Zoro killing the big bad other than Blackbeard helps the story? Other than somebody nigga saying that Zoro is top five. My thing is why why are people expecting Kaido to die? Period. Like oh, I don't think monkeys. like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Kaido dying. I don't see Big Mom dying in that confrontation. Now, in the future, when they do the little pirate summit war, maybe whatever. Mm. But now, nobody's dying. At the very most, somebody's getting put out of commission for them to escape or something. But nobody's dying. That's what I, I think. Um, but going back to the chapter, um, the attack he did was cool. The fact that Kaido is constantly referencing Enma. 
and yeah. not uh <laughs> Zoro is so fucking hilarious. Kid fucking sucks. Got like he he tried to do something again in this chapter and it didn't work. Yeah, I apologize for my yeah, kid. Ass. <laughs> that nigga's garbage, G. He yeah. is garbage. And killer too. I mean, at least Killer put in some work in the last chapter, but he sucks too. Um, shout out to Law doing his thing. Um, CP Zero stuff. At first, I was like, I kind of don't give a shit. But talking to DC, he raised some interesting points. Well, I'll let him get into that when he talks. Um, but it was pretty interesting. Um, but uh, and also the teaser at the end of showing Kyle's hybrid form has been very um hyped. I'm thinking that's that's gonna be dope. Um, the, and I, I I like the fact that like like yeah Luffy put in work and Zoro yeah. didn't attack and and Law did the gamma knife and shit like that and at the end of the chapter Big Mom and Kaido are like okay let's keep fighting like this shit is really fun <laughs> like I want to keep going like I'm having fun aren't you Kaido <laughs> like they're not they they're I like the fact that Oda is saying that like yes these niggas are fighting them but like these Yonkos is different breed G mm-hmm. this ain't dopey. This ain't, I punched you to the ground, I cracked your eyeglasses, and I'm you out for the rest of the fight. This is, okay, you punched me to the ground? Okay. Hybrid form. Let's go. Like, I like that. So, um, all in all, great chapter. Great Luffy moments, great Zoro moments, great Law moments. The CP0 talk was interesting. Um, but please, get off that nigga dick. I want Kaido, you know that... Did they tease a Kaido new form at the end of that chapter? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, they showed they showed, they showed the silhouette. Like it's a hybrid form. It's a silhouette. But I gotta hear that 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 Smash Brothers baseball crack as soon as <laughs> as soon as they show us Kaido's form. <laughs> but like with, like what everyone said though, like I try to chill out. I'm gonna chill out on my Zoro slander because what Zoro did was cold. I'm not gonna even cap. Like it's raw and. Like to be able to do these attacks on Kaido shows how you know good of a swordsman Zoro is. But I have to acknowledge that, that Oda's obviously telling us that Zoro's on this level because of Enma. Because we see how trash everyone else is, and the only reason why Zoro's doing any damage is because of the Odin sword. He did the it's Tatsumaki. It is a power up, it's the reason why he's on the roof. He did a Tatsumaki slash, and whenever he does those, you see multiple slashes, only one cut Kaido. And he said, so that just confirms it. I'm not going to focus anymore on it. Shout out to Zoro. You get a W. But, but um, I'll, I'll talk about the CP0 stuff. I think this arc is going to go five because I don't think Kaido dies either. And if Kaido does die, it's probably going to be either Killer or, or uh, someone else coming in and killing him. Because Killer did say, oh, let's go finish him off when Kaido was on the ground. That just instantly made me think, oh, yeah, Killer's going to do what Vegeta did to the Ginyu Force on Namek. So Luffy's going to, you know, do what he does, and then Killer's going to do some hating-ass nigga shit, kill him. And that's the only way I see Kaido dying. But the thing that's going to push this arc further is the CP0 stuff. CP0 pointed out something really interesting in that there's numbers on Kaido's side. Even if the Yonkos, they said, oh, yeah, Supernova and Yonko fight each other, if they win... They still have 30,000 people yeah. and the calamities and big, the executives. Yeah. Really big. They said the key point in this fight is the executives. They, they have to get through the executives to get out of Onigashima, even if, because we see Luffy's going to be out of commission. All the people on the top are going to be out of commission after the fight. 
So the people that are below are the key factors in this fight. Yeah, CP they show Zero. them. Yeah, they show Sanji, Jinbei, Frankie. Well, no, 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 um, no. We got to point out. They show Frankie in a big panel, and they show Sanji looking pressed. Yeah, away. he looking pressed, running away from him. <laughs> but I'm going to tell everybody this. My faith, faith pointed this out. Oda has the same formula with every arc. Sanji's gone for most of the arc, shows up at the end, does his thing. Happens every single arc. So I don't even know why people are complaining about it. That's literally what he's going to do. But my thing is, CP0 is there. And they said CP0 is the strongest shield for the world government or the... So, okay, let's say Marco fights king, Drake fights queen. Who's going to fight these CP0 diggers? So, if y'all don't think Sanji fights the Calamity, he's going to fight CP0. But CP0 is going to be here to wreck shit after this fight. So, I think... The act ends. I think the act ends with Kaido smacking him around. Act four is probably going to be the climax. Everything after that is CP zero coming in, apprehending people. Waste. You need erasing people, occupying Wano. Occupying Wano. I think the Grand Fleet comes in because they need. They destroyed all their ships at the beginning of the raid, so they need something to get out. So you think it's gonna be like a Buster Call type of scenario? That it has to be. Because here's the thing. I see. The CP0, like, let's say Luffy beats whatever. One of those CP0 guys are going to say, hey, we know what happened to Sabo. We got someone going after Boa. Yo, we know you're connected to Vivi. Miha getting pressed. Luffy's going to be, they're the info dump that we're going to get. So, Wano might be like the hub for a lot of stuff going on, going back and forth and everything. It's pretty much uh, going to be, this is the, it's, we're close to the Marine Ford conclusion. With the, exactly. With yeah. Like, remember how you were at Sabodi and you just shoot to Amazon Lily, impale down yeah. all these, I feel like this is Sabodi. And Cam brought up something like, if they get split up again, I'm going to be pissed off. I hope they don't get split up, but I think I it's going it. to be like a crazy, yeah, they're not getting split up, but it's going to be crazy what's going to happen after this arc. I don't think there's going to be any, like, oh, we're, you know, partying and stuff afterwards. It's like, we're getting straight to it. Yeah, let, like, well, let's go. Road to the Pirate King. Like like what Kaido said, whoever wins gets whoever a step wins ahead. this fight is one step closer to being coming. Yeah. And that's why I agree with Kim. Kaido's not going to die because you got Big Mom, Kaido, World Government, and Kid. Because Kid is not going to be Luffy's friend. I don't think at all. All these people are going to be racing to get to the One Piece. So... That's I'm excited that CP Zero is here because there's so many things that can happen from it. But that's it for me. I'm not gonna do no Zoro slander because y'all niggas already look dumb as hell saying you, you're doing it for yourself. So that's it for me though. Oh yeah, the Boichi. I I could gloss over that a little bit. But um, the Boichi manga, the the Ace novel that just came out, got illustrated. It's amazing. Go read it. Um, I will say. It's really good. They added to the Jinbei and Ace fight. Goaded. They made Jinbei look raw. But um, the main takeaway from that fight, though, I will I will say is that they said that they they gave Ace credit, and they said that even though Jinbei had armament hockey, Ace's flame was just too hot, and it burnt through his armament. So that was pretty dope. But um, the novel, it's good to read this, but the novel does have a lot more information that make the if you're all about the story and the character of ace and his connections with everyone if you feel like it's kind of lackluster there is more in the novel so i if you want to read i know niggas don't like to read but 
please read the novel if you want more of that stuff because they miss out they get the key plot points but they skip a lot of stuff with ace but um i liked it it helped add to ace's character even though what cam said this is not the ace we saw in marineford it's a different ace but nigga was, this nigga was using conqueror's hockey like it was nothing yeah this is the ace that knows hockey so it is what it is with that but it, go read it but we choose an amazing i never like, bro Anything else that comes out, any spinoff stuff, please send it to Boichi because he just made he made Shanks look cold, Jimbei look. Look raw at as the hell. Shanks panel, the the Rayleigh panel, the Jimbei panels. All those oh. panels are goaded, bro. Beautiful, oh. it's beautiful. But go go read it because I'm doing it a disservice by talking about it. It's really it's a good read. But yeah, that's it for me. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and get into news this week. Not much. We already talked about the Black Clover shit. Um. Gaming news: Blizzard says ain't gonna be no Diablo 4 or Overwatch 2 this year, so don't get your hopes up. Just throwing it out there. I don't give a fuck about none of this. Wait, so um, they pushed it out? Whatever. I guess they pushed it back. Like, I mean, they never really had any official release dates for yeah. Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4. It's just confirming you know that Diablo 4. They already confirmed microtransactions. So. <laughs> Into the bag same at thing, all costs. The same thing with Overwatch 2. It's going to have loot boxes. So those are the two things that you're getting confirmed for those games. And they never, ever came out with release dates. So if you're pressed about this, cry me a river, I guess. Who cares? Who cares? Play <laughs> Overwatch 1. It's, gonna, it's literally going to be Overwatch 1 with a story mode. So who cares? Yeah. Uh, Google Stadia is another step closer to being shut down reason why Google says they're not creating no more games for the Stadia. I didn't know Google was actually making games. They're not creating any more first-person games. That's what they said specifically. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I mean. The, they, had some, they, they had like some studios that I guess made games for Google Stadia and they were like, we're not making it. We, we're not making no money, so uh, we just going to be sticking to third-party games. Um, Alright. Uh, I'm going to give you some quick advice, Google. What I recommend you doing is to people who own a free, because I got, I got this um, deal, but for people who own like a YouTube subscription, anything, any Google subscription, give them the Stadia for free. <laughs> give them the Stadia for free and sponsor and, and tell them to, uh, if they're YouTube content creators, pay us to make a video sponsoring, talking about the Stadia. Mm-hmm. Build up some, build up some advertisement, some momentum for the stadium. Because if you let, if you keep letting the thing, I don't think it's gonna die immediately, but like over time, like, like especially like with the whole thing, like the the nigga who did play the two K on the stadium and he was walking around like and it was desolate. And the reason why is because the stadium has a different server than the rest of the consoles. So like if you're on 2K on the stadia, you have to play with people who have 2K on the stadia. Um, so <laughs> that's a dead server. Uh, a lot of revamping needs to be done if you want the stadia to be successful. And I mean, your premise is there. I see what you're trying to do, but you went about it the completely wrong way. So sucks, mm-hmm. but you gotta hold that L. So, moving on, uh, Crunchyroll netted a deal with Idris Elba and another 
black actress. I forgot her name. Let me make sure I don't want to leave it's her his wife, out. Right? I think it's his wife. Probably is his wife. Um, let me pull this up because I did it. Then. I don't want nobody listening to be like, hey, you forgot to mention her. Uh, so, Ildris Elba and Sabrina Elba, his wife, of course, uh, are doing a dark fantasy anime series. So, shout out to Crunchyroll for doing something pretty dope. And it's Black History Month, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. So, uh, something to look out for. Guts. You said what, DC? Playing. I said he's going to voice Guts. I'm just playing. Hey, <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Black Superman. Hey, yeah, and have that so. base, that Negro base. Black Knight. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Shout out to Crunchyroll for uh still producing content. Uh promoting black excellence. And promoting black excellence. So something to see. And if you are a black anime writer, animator, or something you that's something you want to get into, you should keep your eye out and try to see if you get in. Get in on the bag. So so be look DC, of course, Chaz, and whatever. So something to look into because I'm pretty sure they will be looking for black writers and black animators and black voiceovers. So something to look out for. Um, Cam, do you have the change of the anime schedule thing? Because I don't, I couldn't find it. I saw it, but I don't. Basically, everything got more moved forward a day. So whatever. Um, I think this is. On Funimation, I don't know if this is everything like Crunchyroll and Funimation, but like it, essentially, whatever your current, whatever the current schedule is now for when anime release, move it up a day. So like, Hori, like the, I want to say Horiyam, Horimiya, Skate, and like those other shows are gonna come out on Sunday. Attack on Titan is gonna come out on, on Monday. Mondays now. Ugh. Um, ReZero is gonna be like on Thursdays. Um, Stells at work. Is gonna be on like Sunday, I think, as well. Like, basically, just move forward, move the schedule for today. Yeah. Okay. I don't Cause... like it because a lot of the shows that I'm into are Saturdays. They come out on Saturday, like Horimiya, Skate, and um, Two Point Four Three. But yeah. now they're being pushed to Sunday, which also sucks for us on the podcast because <laughs> now it's like, <laughs> it's like we talk about it, and it's like, yeah. It's ho- and hoping to remember what we talked about. Yeah. So. I, I don't like it. I don't know why they did it, but whatever. Yeah, whatever is the reason why, we'll figure it out. They'll tell us later, but that's a very unfortunate situation. Uh, that's it for news. Unless Is there anything else on the gaming side that we missed? There was, not, there was something. Hold on. Give me, give me just like a minute. Let me put it Cause I feel like it's something, something else. If not, we can quickly move on and move forward. Uh, funny ass, uh, well, some funny ass Crunchyroll news is that niggas had a mod with um having sex with uh Johnny Silverhand. Oh, that bullshit. They they patched that out, which is kind of funny. Uh, and then um. Uh, some news about the Amazon Game Studio. So, 
apparently it was reported that Amazon is basically investing $500 million into their gaming studio to basically start because they had one game which is Crucible and if you don't know what Crucible is it's because nobody knew what Crucible was it got shut down just as quickly as it launched <laughs> so um, they're now trying to put more money and effort into making their own games because Amazon is trying to be Disney up in here and just get part of everything trying to get all the money so uh, that's big news as far as like future of gaming and shit like that um trying to see if there's something else oh and um there's going to be a um there's going to be a sonic netflix series oh yeah that did to get announced so Uh, so i'm curious how's it gonna go since the voice actor just said that he's not going to be like renewing his voice I'm, I'm wondering if they might use the voice actor who did sonic for the, the the live action movie instead like from now on i don't know if they throw him the bag um because he did a pretty, pretty decent job and then um for xbox because i got i forgot to mention this as far as games are concerned but um the medium came out which is technically xbox series x's first official first <laughs> like uh, first party exclusive game that came out it was on the game pass so it's free um I saw what it was. It's enough for me, dog. I already don't like horror, but then I found out it's like, it's not a walking simulator, but it's kind of like Resident Evil. Kind of like how what you played in a uh, village, Chris. That's essentially what they said that the medium game. Oh, was it's like. like Outlast, damn near. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds um, Outlast. <laughs> but they said that it wasn't that scary. But a lot of people's definition of horror differs. Um, and I'm a lightweight when it comes to that shit, so I'm not gonna test it out. Um, but uh. I think the biggest concern that people were talking about was the fact that it's free on the Game Pass. How are they going to make sales? Well, the news came out that they recouped this development cost in less than a week. Hey. The game was successful. <laughs> so, sure. niggas needed games, to, man. Shit, niggas needed games. All y'all, if that listen, let that be a lesson, Xbox. Get some games on that bitch. <laughs> niggas thirsty oh. for games, man. But yeah, I think that that I think that's really all the major news. Um, we still, I'm, I'm still waiting. I don't think there's been any big updates on the game stock, um, stock situation as well. So. Nothing really. It's um, sort of dropping. That's what I've heard. It's starting to sort of drop. Yeah, it's, but. it's slowly dropping, but people are still like holding. And again, Robin Hood is being sued, and I don't think anything came from that yet. So more on that to come. But I think that's all the news. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and do clouds. Got fucking goofies out here. <laughs> DC uh for making the clown uh art uh artwork. If you're on YouTube you can see it. So shout out to DC uh for making that. Uh so I already did one of my clowns. Uh my second clown uh and I think this might be a universal clown. Uh yep. I already know what to talk about. <laughs> niggas who made uh Chloe cry. Oh yeah, that shit. Man, yeah. Fuck them niggas, bro. Yeah, man. So this is universally men and women, but that's bitter black women it, and bitter but black men. Let's just go ahead and sit there and say, I'm from what I saw on Twitter, it was more women. Black woman. It was more women. Y'all make that girl cry. <laughs> she don't do nothing to nobody. All she want to do is show some ass. Y'all make that girl cry. But then she said, you know what? I'm Chloe Bailey. And I'm going to put 
my I'm gonna step on y'all next and proceed and drop a, a new picture. And I was like, damn, she really is a bad motherfucker right there. So. She did a she did a she did a picture like this, and I'm like, flex, <laughs> flex. <laughs> so it was just like Chloe sitting saying, y'all ain't qualified to talk about me. That's what she did. She said, y'all not qualified. Y'all gotta feel a type of way about that. You gotta hold that. Matter of fact, she told y'all y'all ain't qualified. Daytra. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I lost my crown now. Oh, that bitch who put Gorilla Glue on her head. No. I kind of feel bad for her well, now, wait. You talking about you? How the fuck you feel bad for her? How the fuck you feel bad for somebody who put Gorilla Glue on their fucking head? That's kind of like prime, like you. If she was like fucking 8, 9, 10, 12, yeah, cool. Anything above the age of fucking 13, you got to hold that. I did some dumb shit when I was a shorty. I shaved my eyebrows before stick today. My mama never bought fucking pictures at school. You know what she did when I found out I seen my eyebrows? She bought them motherfucking pictures. When I walked in the crib, I had to see my son like fucking cane. Like, yeah, bro, bro. Like, I, I just... Fuck that, bro. She put gorilla on her fucking head. She didn't put no Elmer's glue. She didn't put no motherfucking... So super fucking glue. She put the most powerful and fucking piece of in her head. They showed the after images of what that shit looked like too, bro. She got to hold that. <laughs> Wait, they had to shave her whole head off. I'm assuming, right? It, bro. It looked no, like, like, it was like she's a super big bald spot. It no, like that's like that's hair. not her. That wasn't her. That's not her. No, oh, it was a different one. Like the, she posted a video where, like, I get because she went to the hospital. Then she posted a video, a TikTok or whatever, of her her mama. I guess using the stuff the hospital gave her to try to get it out. And it looked like it's just struggling. It like her, it was making her head burn. So she might be bald either way. I think she's going to need surgery. I hope not. Yeah. I think she's going to need surgery. Did, 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 did she... She, she didn't go to the hospital the day after that shit was down here. She went to a hospital weeks later. Weeks? Yeah. Yeah, did your they, follicles she, done. Yeah, bro. Did they explain? I would love to see a sales at work episode about what the fuck happens when that shit happens. Though, but did they? Did she ever explain why she did that? Yes, she yeah. didn't have enough of her the shit to make black women hair laid down. She didn't have enough of that regular shit. So she literally thought, since the can the can look what the fuck is saying, let me use some gorilla glue. What, what logic? There is no logic. That's why she's a motherfucking clown. Gorilla glue is the most powerful non-industrial adhesive fucking out there, bro. Why? That's bro. I put some gorilla glue when I was a shorty. I played with some gorilla glue. She got some strong shit too. Yeah, you know, I had a little bottle this big, bro. I put, I think I put like some wood on my dress or some shit. My mama saw it like, hey, get that shit off of that. I could not get Baby. that shit off of that. Till this fucking day, wherever that dress is at, that piece of wood is still on that. And I would have to get a fucking chisel to try to get that shit off of that. That's not no regular glue. This is not no shit. We at grandma school. We put our hands together like Birdman and peeled the dead skin off. No, nigga, we do our shit with gorilla glue. That's shit. He's gonna be dead. Ain't gonna be dead. <laughs> that shit. You gonna look like a fucking upside down mermaid. Like there's no fucking. There was no reason for her to do that shit, bro. There was no reason. I woke up mad, and I wasn't even my people. Fuck you do that for? That's my Bro, you making you making the black community look goofy on Black History Month, G. Clown for that. 
Yeah. Uh, anybody else? You got clown DC? I don't know. I don't think I do. Oh, uh, my clown goes to Funimation. Oh, yeah. Y'all know I fuck with y'all, but y'all as ugly as hell, folks. <laughs> that be tweaking. I fuck, and this is like the second time this shit has fucking happened, bro. Like, nigga, like, how you fucking fuck up the subtitles, my nigga? Like, who does that shit? I'm trying to watch sales at work. I see that shit. I see my shit in uh, Spanish subs. Shout out to my Spanish speaking uh, viewers, the mamacitas. Love y'all. I'll let you boy, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't speak Spanish. I don't speak Espanol. I don't understand. I don't read it. So when I saw that my my, my subtitles were in Spanish, I'm like, well, did I fuck up with the settings or something? And the settings were in English, and it was just there. Um, Goofy said it was working on the phone app. So I don't know who is in charge of the TV app, but fire they ass. That TV app been bad for like two, three years, G. Man, shit is garbage. And then the fucking subtitles, man. I don't understand. Like, because Crunchyroll, like, they find a way to, like, their subtitles are within the, the, like, the episode. But, like, Crunchyroll, like, Funimation does this, like, nasty shit where it's, like, these nasty black lines and shit with the fucking subtitles. It just looks ugly when you, like, look at the episode as a whole. So, just got some goofy-ass niggas for that shit. Hopefully, the merger that's happening in between Crunchyroll and Funimation fixes that, those issues. Yeah. I hear you. I found mine. Go ahead. All right. Um, when the when the spoilers came out, y'all Discord Reddit niggas sent me off because I was this close. I was talking. If you ask Chess, I was this close to like dropping One Piece because y'all oh, made it seem like Zoro killed it. I literally. Oh, because they I saw a, it. <laughs> I saw a fake drawing where it showed like Kaido like this, and it was like a, I thought he killed. I was gonna drop it. I did see it. <laughs> I was gonna drop the series. He's gonna see me get on this freaking thing and talk mad. <laughs> shit about One Piece. I was so done. And then I already saw the SBS stuff about the swim swim fruit and I was just done. I was like, dog, this is it. I told you this is the this is the criteria for me to drop the series. <laughs> so Oh man. That that's what it is, cause they sent me off. I thought it was real. I was pissed. I was mad. <laughs> but I'm good now. Been a weird week. <laughs> but Mad weird set me completely off. <laughs> be mad as yeah, hell. They my clown. But let's go ahead and close out. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you uh follow us on uh Twitter at the Black Otakus. Make sure you copy some uh you media merch on Teespring. If you're watching us on YouTube, like, follow, subscribe. You know the vibes. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, whatever you can listen to a podcast. For the audio teams, follow, subscribe, whatever, whatever option it is. We greatly appreciate it. But thank you for listening. Also, stay safe tomorrow. Don't use tomorrow as an, as an excuse to make coronavirus be the true winners of the Super Bowl. Exactly. Uh, you in fucking Tampa Bay. Shout out to you being fucking Raccoon City. <laughs> exactly. Like, bro, they they about to have fans in there, bro. Your ass is grass. But did you hear that? I think, they got, I think they doing fifty percent capacity too. Y'all ass is grass. Bro, did, did you see the ticket prices? They were saying like ticket prices range from like ten k to like eighty five k. Yeah, that's Super Bowl. <laughs> that's Super Bowl. And they haven't Imagine, had fans um, all year, Cam. They trying to recoup some money, bro. bro. 
uh, bro, I'm saying, but imagine you paying eighty five thousand dollars to catch COVID. That too. <laughs> and it ain't the regular strand. Oh, that's that UK man, you strand. Smell that? You smell the good air. You... I can't smell shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that UK. That, that sound like that UK. That UK strand different, G. Yeah, yeah that UK, UK strand. Strand. Oh, so the UK, bro. That UK strand, bro. Bro, some nigga. They're saying that Africa job. strand different too, G. <laughs> my new job, Carter. Thank God, my manager is good now. That you. They say that UK strand ain't no joke, bro. They locked the nigga in his room like he was fucking a crazy man, bro. Cause they said, bro, you. That's like that's like COVID part two. It's like you get all the other systems, but in hand in fucking three D or some shit, bro. Like, is that bad? <laughs> it's like, Look, man, take you this, can't smell. Take it serious. Take it serious, G. And stay your ass away from me. If you want to be go out there, make sure you get vaccinated at least. Shit, something, I don't know. But stay the hell away from us. I'll get vaccinated. <laughs> Literally. Get, I, I'm, I'm putting that chip in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> They're not putting the chip in my brain. Well, they, that, that, you, that my UK strand is not getting impacted. Okay. That UK strand go look at your vaccination like the the fucking JoJo medicine pose, G. <laughs> be like, make sure. Like, look at this shit, nigga. Got in, nigga. <laughs> shit, hit you in my temple, nigga. But we appreciate you guys for listening. In peace, Johnny. Peace out.